When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the updated promo code WATP for 20% off your one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site, magicmind.co slash WATP. Episode Cunt Nuggets. Oh. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuz a roo. Cuz a roo. Slap a rooney. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Nixon Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's taking the high road right into the mud. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a man who can clearly see how unfunny Mike Morse is. It's Blind Mike Geary. What's up, Blind Mike? I am always excited to do this show, but when I hear cunt nuggets in the intro, it really gets me going. Yeah, that's good stuff. And hungry. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course, the link to Patreon and Supercast, which both feature two exclusive bonus episodes every month. I'll probably do one bonus on Patreon and then another one on Supercast. Just to even it out. That's a joke, people. Uh, you can also watch our shows live as we record them. Even when we're a few minutes late and gay, you can still watch it live or whenever you want to. Because I leave them up for everybody who subscribes to our Patreon and Supercast. You get a link sent to your inbox. And then you can watch along with us. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts. And then shit all over us in the comment section. Tell us we suck. After you give us five stars. Yeah. Those are the instructions. Not, pretty, not Facebook stars. Pretty clear. <laughs> not, not asking for Facebook stars. Not looking for four stars. Not looking for actual critiques <laughs> of how I could be better. Don't care. <laughs> not not here for that. <laughs> five Insult stars. the men and move on with your day. Yes. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah. Talk about my teeth. We don't make the rules. Talk about my chin. That's It's been a minute since I've heard anything about my chin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Producer Chris, yeah. I see the wheels turning. I'll do a callback oh, later. I forgot. <laughs> Those were good days. Yeah. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Louder with Crowder. This was a suggestion from Michael Gavin Ali. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. I want to get started. This is a show hosted by Steven Crowder. He's got uh, Gerald Morgan on the show. He used to have my boy Dave Landau. The guy who stood me up on this show yes. twice, but I still like him. And uh, they recently added Brian Callen, Nick DiPaolo, 
Mr. Guns and Gear and Jim Brewer into the mix of the people yeah. involved on this show. So star-studded conservative talk show that basically it's trying to be a morning radio show that's conservative. Very, It's very morning zoo. There's a lot of yes. those elements to it. There's a lot of those elements, which we'll get into. And I, I was debating how to go about this because right now Steven is in the news for a lot of different reasons. He left where he was with the Blaze, and then he had an offer from the Daily Wire and he decided to go public with the contract stipulations, talking right. about how if he gets kicked off YouTube, he loses this percentage of pay. If he gets kicked off this. And what's weird about that is that that wasn't necessarily a contract. That was just like an initial offer. They're like, hey, if you want to sign in for us $50 million for four years, and here's some of the fine print stuff, which is if he wanted to take that seriously, then you start to go back and forth on that. That's how contract yeah. negotiations works. But instead, Steven Crowder just went right to the internet and said, look at this bullshit. They want to take money away from me if they're not making money on the show. And it's like, well, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? You could have talked yeah, to them I'm, about I'm it. I'm not a great negotiator, but I assume the first rule is not to publicly mock them for offering you $50 million. Right. Yeah. So I think he rubbed some people the wrong way. In fact, he didn't say it was the Daily Wire, but the Daily Wire came out and said, yeah, that was our contract. And here's why we do it that way. And it's, it's <laughs> just business. You know, that's kind of how that works. Also, he could have said no and counter-offered, but I guess we're right. assholes. Yeah, no, exactly. It wasn't like is that wasn't like they were in negotiations on here's the contract. It was like, here's an offer if you want to join our network. Right. Anyway, Dave Landau now has joined that network, uh, as well as uh, my boy Alex Stein is over there. That's so, right. So um, I'm sorry, that's not the Daily Wire. That's the network that he left, the Blaze, Blaze. I should say. I get all these things confused. i got to keep track of all of this stuff. So I've been debating where to start because... He's going through a messy divorce right now, and he just had Dave Landau leave the show, and Dave Landau, in an interview with Michael Malice, came out Oof. and really exposed that uh, Stephen Crowder's not a fun guy to work for. He completely changed how you listen to that show, because like, I don't yes. think Stephen Crowder's a horrible broadcaster, No, but he just exposed everything about it that makes you listen to it differently. So you know what? I think that's where I want to start. I want to start with some of the things that Dave Landau said. I only have uh, a few clips here from that interview. But Dave Landau, if you don't know, was on the Anthony Cumia show. And that's where I came to know Dave. I uh, did a couple shows with him over there on Compound Media. And Dave then started doing these stints where he would fly to Austin. Or is it Dallas? I forget. Dallas, yeah. He'd fly to Dallas and he would do Louder with Crowder. And then he would do both shows. So he'd do Louder with Crowder in the morning and then remote in to Anthony's show. And uh, it didn't take long before he's just like uh, typing an email to Anthony. Hey, I got a job offer. I'm going to work for Louder with Crowder now. And it yeah. makes sense. I, I sent Dave a note when that happened because I was a fan of his on Anthony. I was sorry to see him go. But it made sense. I mean, Crowder isn't behind a paywall. It was 5 million subscribers on YouTube at the time. And Dave Landau is a stand-up comic. He wants to build an audience and sell tickets. And he was. It worked really well. He was did very well for himself touring. It must have seemed beautiful, like a beautiful opportunity. Because that is, like, when I'll see um, Crowder's view numbers on, uh, like, I've been on um, Royce's show, Day Wave, on Rumble. Yeah. And he'll just pop in sometimes and be like, yeah, right now uh, 180,000 people are watching Crowder. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? That's why when I talk about Misery Loves Company and Truly Network and Sit Down Zumok, and I, I say that they're playing show business, 
They're like, whoa, this guy's got 400 live viewers. Like, hey, did you know that there's people with 100,000 live viewers? <laughs> did you know that? Yeah, it's become show television. business. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what show business is, just so you guys know. I mean, it's not, listen, it's not easy to get to 400 live viewers. I'm not knocking it. It's hard to do, starting from scratch. <laughs> you know, if you weren't part of, like, say, the Howard Stern show to begin with, or, like, right. the Oprah <laughs> Anthony show to begin with, and you get up to that point, not easy to do. But anyway, that's that. I'm regressing, digressing. I'm doing all the gressing over here. I need to get ungressed, <laughs> get back on Please. with the point because there's so much to talk about. Cunt nuggets. That's gonna distract me. <laughs> all right. Thank you. So here we go. Um, we're gonna talk about first. Dave talks about how we started getting censored on the show. Now Dave's supposed to be the comic relief on the show. And yeah. Dave will tell you, he's not like a super political guy, even though he's been with Steven Crowder and, uh, and Anthony Cumia. And now he's signing with the blaze. You think like, Oh, it must be this conservative guy. Dave doesn't really care about politics all that much. Right. And, and so he's just there to like crack wise and be the comic relief. And one of the first things he tells Michael Malice is he wasn't allowed to make jokes about cum or ejaculating. It's like, huh? Okay. So I guess like they're, you know, conservative values or something. Which is inter- it's interesting to replace that with Nick DiPaolo, of all people. I was thinking the same thing, because I-, I love Nick DiPaolo, but dude, <laughs> do you think he's going to hold back? I mean, I guess he will no. if he's told to, but... Just I, seemed... Kind of. You, I, so, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but like, I watched a couple episodes of Nick DiPaolo, and it seems like he's already cracking under these be clean restrictions that Crowder's giving him. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's start there, because I think that's going to... Probably we'll watch all of these clips with a different perspective once we know kind of how Crowder does business and how he's talking to the people who are on his show with him. And listen, Crowder's name is in the title. He can do whatever he wants. It's his show. He can run it however he wants. But thank goodness that there was no NDA and that Dave Landau could expose him (laughs) for uh, the way he runs said show. And the first clip I want to play for you is... Dave talking about the rant button. This is bizarre. It became a little weird because a light was put in where it was his rant button. And it was basically a Dave don't talk button. Wait, so there's (laughs) literally a light bulb? What color was the light bulb? There was four lights in a row. <laughs> there were three it... lights. <laughs> Michael gets a little bit too, I don't know if he's autistic or something. I like Michael Bellis, but in this interview, he gets into the de- like into the weeds a little bit. You're like, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, there were four lights or three? Yeah. That's not the point. What color? Yeah, well, that's, just, that's not the point at all. Serious. And when it was hit, I wasn't supposed to talk. And they you said, really, what, you know, Was it like a regular colored light bulb or was it like red? <laughs> Uh, it was like a a, a yellow, uh, okay. a pretty bright yellow, like a, okay. a you know, like yield. So it's like off camera, <laughs> but in your eye eyesight. Yes, and, and I was. Would he be the one pressing the button, or was there a producer pressing the button? He would press it. So, like under, like Mr. Burns, like he had a button under his desk or, or the table, and when it's Stevens' turn to talk and Dave needs to shut the f up, he presses this button. Yes. So that's hysterical because immediately I thought of Vinny. <laughs> I was like, I could really use <laughs> one of those lights for the creep off. I like to picture that it's like a neon sign with like, that, like the <laughs> caution circle with Dave's face in it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was a draw that was just shut the fuck up, Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. My bad. 
By the way, speaking of uh, Vinny and the Creep Off, we did a scum stream today. It's up on YouTube. We're making it available to anyone. It's not behind the paywall. Brian Johnson, the great Brian Johnson, was on with us. And it was one of the funnier episodes. If you're into that sort of thing, we had a blast. So that's worth uh, worth checking out. All right, Vinny, you happy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got it in so early, too. I know, I know. Vinny didn't make me do that. So this is Dave's reaction to said rant button or the Dave shut up button, as Dave refers to it. I was pissed a bit because I know my job. I, I right. know that he talks a lot. I know that he's the star of the show. I know when to throw him what he needs to be thrown. I know when to sit back. It's what I did with Anthony for years. It's what I did next to Artie. It's what I, I it's what I do. I'm not trying to ever steamroll him. Right. It, it it was just, hey, don't be don't be funnier. Don't be and, and it's that's the truth. I mean it sounds bitter, but I knew it was true because I was pulled aside and I said and it was, hey, make sure if you're doing a rant or like you guys are riffing, he gets the last word. So this is crazy that he's being instructed that Crowder has to have the last joke. Well, it's not just that, Carl. I, I don't know if you have this clip or not, but my favorite thing in the whole thing is that it's all rehearsed. Yeah, they do. Like, it's it's like they're putting on, they're putting on a play, basically, to, in order to make Steven seem like the funny guy. That's yeah. the craziest part of all of this, is that Dave's like a naturally funny, like pepper in jokes, and they literally, in order to make Steven funny, they have to install a light <laughs> to be like, hey, he's the funny guy. Calm down. Yeah, and so Crowder, because of his ego or insecurity or something, instructed other people that when he gets the last laugh, no one else is allowed to tag it. And Dave even said, he goes, you know, as a comedian, if I had a funnier thing to say, I'd like to say that. But my job was not to be a comedian on this show. I wasn't allowed to say the yeah. funniest joke. And it was actually, it's like one of, one of the few smart things Opie has ever said in his career is that when you have, you know, Patrice O'Neill in and Bill Burr and Colin Quinn and these guys are all being funny, the credit still goes to, hey, the Opie and Anthony show was hilarious today. So if Dave Landau is being funny on that show, people still say, hey, Louder with Crowder was awesome today. Isn't it funny that we have so little respect for Opie at this point? They were like, at least Opie knew that people were being funny on a show not to shut them up. Like, well, yeah, I mean, that's the least you <laughs> can do. That was his great talent. That's literally, <laughs> other talk. that's literally the easiest thing to do is to <laughs> shut the fuck up and let funny people be funny. I just, just shut up, Chris. <laughs> Chris and I have these conversations all the time. I'm like, you, when you have a really funny quip, can you do it in your Carl impression? Just to fool people. But I just got a high score on Candy Crush. <laughs> all right. So this is the last clip I have from this thing. And I, we could pepper in more information because I've watched this and I've watched Landau with uh, Kumia since then. So yeah. there's a lot of information here. But this was kind of the final straw for Dave not uh, re-signing with louder with crowder and my phone rings and you know i, I don't want to go greatly into the conversation between us but it was uh, it, he's like do you want to do you still want to be on louder with crowder and i said not at the moment and uh he starts going off on me and now there's a ton of people in my apartment who can hear it wait he's, like, he's literally raising his voice he's screaming at me okay so literally raising his voice not just being stern like to the point where people it's audible Oh, it's audible, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, it's, it's uh, started stern, Screaming, but then it says. got Screaming. into telling me that he owns me. and, and In those words? Yes. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owns me. And and once no, you say it must have been on clearance. I mean, no one I, I was on sale, baby. <laughs> Neither of us can even reach the top shelf, let alone no. sit on it. No, because no, they're both it's, shorts. It's, it, <laughs> I, I was in a basket with a bunch of balls. He he uh <laughs> I was in a looted Walmart. Yeah, he uh it, it was just it was a, it was venomous and I don't know what he was going through at that point. And I just was like, dude, I, this is, it was all this projection coming at me. Wait, and let's I knew. slow down. All right. So you can see that Dave, he's laying it out there, but he's also saying, I don't know what he was going through. Now I should mention for Steven Crowder's in his defense, he had a horrible disease that almost killed him. I think last year, right? Like his, his rib cage was closing in on, the rest of his body and he had a collapsed lung and it was going to crush his heart. And he had to have this crazy surgery to like pop his rib cage out. It's like this weird thing. So that probably sucked. And oh, uh, is that what that was? Cause it, it, people were telling me that was elective and that's why he missed like the birth of his child or something. Oh, but I didn't realize it was like a serious thing. Yeah. The twins were born, but uh, no, I, that was not elective that that was oh, okay. going to kill him. <laughs> so, so that was pretty brutal. And I was going through a thing with his wife getting a divorce and he's very upset that uh his wife but before we get to that though the fact that he told landau that he owns dave landau like that's not a good way to treat subordinates even if dave's like okay you're right i'll sign a contract that wouldn't be a good relationship even if you have a slave you don't remind them you know (laughs) right exactly (laughs) he does own me fuck you're here because you want to be right yeah yeah that's it How do you not realize you sound like a cartoon villain when you're screaming that? I know. I own you. <laughs> right. <Mwah. laughs> yeah, is he twisting his mustache? Yeah. And it is true that Dave got more famous from being on Louder with Crowder, but Dave already had a career before that. He was already on Comedy Central. He was already on with Anthony Cumia. Like, and, and he was on with Artie, too. So it's not like a Crowder's just like, I found you out of nowhere. It's like, no, you saw me on the other show that you right. enjoyed. You asked me to come on your show. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. And it's also not like that doesn't create a fun atmosphere. Like if Dave's supposed to be peppering in jokes, you don't want to do it with a guy that is secretly owning you fucking behind the scenes. Right. Right. It's it's not conducive to a healthy work environment. And Mike, if you ever fucking interrupt me again, I swear to Christ. Well, the light doesn't work. Sorry, sir. (laughs) The light doesn't work on Mike. That's the problem. My seat vibrates when I'm not supposed to talk. (laughs) The tildo goes in and out. Oh, <laughs> so if you ever hear, woo, <laughs> it's, it's not Balin. Carl's about down. to rant. <laughs> um, speaking of rants, I want to bring on a guy who has actually worked with Steven Crowder. And uh, he has some experience with that. Of course, he also worked with Dennis Miller. You know him as Christian Blatt. I know him as Christian Blatt. What's up, Christian Blatt? <laughs> Uh, happy to be here. Thank you, Carl. And uh, nice to see everyone again. And uh, Blind Mike, it's uh, nice to meet you. I uh, I checked out your uh, Dennis Miller episode of Why Are You Laughing? And, oh, how did uh, I do? Did I miss anything? It, 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 it was decent. It would have been a lot better if you'd reached out to the guy who's practically Dennis Miller's biographer, but that's all right. I, I think <laughs> you did so pretty sorry. good. But when we do part two. I'll reach out to you. But uh, you did also do an episode on the most important moment of comedy in the 21st century, which, of course, is already lying on the Joe Buck show. And I love yes. that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joe. <laughs> not, a, not a good guest to get. Was that his first episode ever, too? Yes. That was yeah, the pilot. It was one of like four that he did yeah. all the time, I think. Yeah, yeah, not the right guy to bring on for your pilot. 
Um, so Christian, you're coming off a very successful appearance on the Dick show that I checked yes. out this week. Um, which was which was great. I'm glad that you and Dick are going to go start going to Dodgers games together and eating <laughs> yeah, ice yeah. cream together. On the episode, Dick Dick uh, maps out this plan that uh, we should drop uh, three quarters of a tab of acid and then go to a Dodger game. So uh, yeah, I heard that, uh, and I've I've yeah. done acid with Dick and gone to baseball before. Three quarters. It sounds like uh, wait, did you say three quarters or three tenths? I think he said three tenths. You know, I think he said three tenths. You know, yeah, and I was yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. that. Like thirty percent of a tab. Of, like who's even measuring this? I don't even have the right. <laughs> tools to figure this out I mean, yeah. if i get overdosed like fine you know Can we just round up to one <laughs> yeah i figure if dick hands it to me it's gonna be safe so i'm not worried at all. <laughs> yeah, right you can trust any drugs he hands you he's a responsible guy <laughs> i like that carl said that like it was a rite of passage like listen as we all have done i've done yeah. acid and gone to a dodgers game with yeah, dick of course, of course. Right. <laughs> acid and baseball it was a white Sox game but yes it was still uh, an important part of learning the ropes so christian Real quick, can you just give some background on your experience working with Steven Crowder? Yeah, uh, I'll uh, I'll try to breeze through it as quickly as I can. Uh, I first got to know Steven Crowder, and I will uh, preface all of this. One-on-one, he was always very nice to me, uh, you know, uh, mostly because I was helping him early in his career get on Dennis Miller's radio show. He didn't tell you that he owned you at any point? N- no, he, okay. he did not. Uh, but the, he did actually turn on a light a lot of the times, and I wasn't <laughs> sure what I was supposed to be doing, so I just sat there. So I figured I should and, talk more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silly me. I thought that uh, it was uh, time to talk light. But uh, I got to know him through uh, Andrew Breitbart, who was uh, a good friend of mine. And uh, people people think of him in a very different way because of the website that still has his name. But uh, Stephen was writing for his website. And uh, uh, Andrew was like one of our regular guest hosts. And he was like, oh, you should have this guy, Stephen Crowder, on. So, uh, and, and I mentioned this on the Dick Show, but I think it's funny. I checked through my notes. The first time we had him on was June 18th, 2009. Steven Crowder was on an hour three and then listed an hour two as comedian Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, the guy <laughs> yeah. from news radio, that yeah. guy. So uh, oh, the- I've heard of him. Fear factor, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard of yeah. Joe Rogan. So, yeah. So two guys on the show who had you know, millions upon millions of dollars dumped on them in the years since mm-hmm. and me trying to, trying to help out <laughs> their careers. But now you're making uh, me look so, bad, Christian. Can I, all right, coming up on next on the show, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, it got so that, uh, you know, we would have him on probably about once a month, Stephen. And he was a columnist for Fox News. And one of those columns I would like to read a passage from at some point. It doesn't have to be now. Yes, uh, I have and- a video that we're going to lead into that. So, Perfect. Yeah. yeah, there's a video that directly ties into that. So he, you know, he would be on about once a month and, you know, Dennis never got in the way of guest bookings. You know, there's like one person ever he told me not to have on that I'll unfortunately take to my grave. But, you know, he liked Steve and he thought he was funny. And, uh, you know, so we would have him on about once a month. And someone in the company who shall remain nameless said to me, Hey, the next time that uh, Stephen Crowder's turn comes up, uh, how about you do an hour of phone calls instead? And oh, I'm like, oh, that's not okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's that's how the suits feel. So they, they held up a no talking. <laughs> Rando yeah. sounds pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they held up a light, and it was a no Stephen talking for yeah. two more months. <laughs> and uh, It's a bright so, light. I learned it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we'd still have him on once in a while, and, uh, you know, we kept in touch and I ended up booking guests for him for Louder with Crowder. I was working for a, a network called CRTV that eventually merged with The Blaze. 
I had a disastrous stint with a gentleman named Mark Stein, but uh, then Crowder was like, oh, come help us out and book guests. And uh, because I was, you know, which you didn't get into in the Landau thing, I was not willing to move my family to Texas. So uh, let's just book guests remotely from Los Angeles. And I did it for two months. And I will admit I did a very poor job, not from lack of trying. Yeah. I I booked two guests in two months. The first was Artie Lang. And I knew that this wasn't a good fit when uh, (laughs) I mentioned to Stephen that I booked him and his response was, what am I going to talk to Artie Lang about? And yeah, I was like, what a boring I mean, Jesus guest. Christ, <laughs> and, like everything, you know, yeah. like just get him to tell the pig story for the 15th yeah, time. Right. I mean, you really like, so, you know, so we had him on and then Dennis did me a favor and he came on too and uh, was very nervous about his appearance on that show because uh, Steven used a, uh, a slur for transsexual people that uh, was a lot more common in 2017. Whoa, Christian, whoa! <laughs> Jesus, Christian. Uh, we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Steven used a, uh, a slur for transsexual people that uh, was a lot more common in 2017. But even in 2017, Dennis is like, I don't want to be part of any conversation that uh, could be bad for my career. You know, I just you had know? a funny idea in post. If I just bleep out the word that he just used, and, we, uh, we, and then we all go, whoa, whoa, Christian, whoa. Jesus, fuck. Uh, we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> that's, that's not such a bad word. It's in Jim Norton's phone 20 times. You know, I don't think that there's any problem with that. But uh, so he's a, he's a little nervous about that. But uh, I, uh, I listened to the appearance. And my favorite part about working on that show is that I did not get a comp subscription to ladder with Crowder. <laughs> I had to borrow a login from a friend of mine who I knew actually spent money for it because I had to check it out. They, they would not give me a comp. That's funny. So uh, I had to listen back to it. And I'm like, yeah, it was all right, but I know it. And uh, the thing about Steven is his dad is like his his enforcer, his consigliere, and like at the same time is like number one cheerleader. So his dad like handles everything. And you talk to his dad. So his dad was the one who eventually, you know, was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it didn't work out. And I'm like, yeah, look, I get it. I'm sorry that I wasn't able to book more guests for you. But by the way, it was really hard to book guests for him because he wasn't as big as he is now. Right. But still, people knew like, oh, yeah, the guy that I I saw a video of him getting punched in the face. Right. So, you know, he would I would try and get everybody that he wanted, which was all the way up to Sylvester Stallone. But. When Penn Jillette is passing, you know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, yeah. Maybe not, is... maybe not all the A-list celebrities are lining up for this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, and uh, so I like to say that I booked two and a half guests on this show because uh, Bo Derek was a friend of Dennis's and she said she'd come on. But then I got let go. So I never actually booked her on the show. But Bo I could have had Could have been. <laughs> is Bo Derek conservative? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know uh, Yes, that. she is. Okay. Yeah. Um, or you know what? She's uh, she's conservative for the rights of animals. Maybe I shouldn't uh, cast a light on somebody that. Oh doesn't yeah, want I, it, I, but... I have no idea. I mean, conservative in Hollywood could just mean like, I don't know. You don't want to give a hundred percent of your money to the government. You know, I, right. I just yeah, want to keep like, it... some of it if, if that's yeah, cool. And, and when I was talking about this the other day, it's like Dennis lives up in Montecito. Anybody who's been to Montecito is like. I would like to keep all this money as well. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go pay for those schlubs who live in Burbank, like Christian Blatt. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to waste my money on them. And uh, so, like, sort of, that was basically the end of my time there. And uh, every once in a while, I would hear from Stephen's dad. And a hundred percent of the time, when I heard from Stephen's dad, it was because he wanted something. Okay. And 
one of the time, the last time I talked to him, he uh, wanted to see if uh, Dennis would have an interest in doing something that they were calling a shout out, which is basically like a cameo, but it was for conservative people. So imagine a platform where you're recording videos for fans, but every single one of them is like that Brett Favre one where it had all the coded language uh. that he didn't understand. <laughs> so they're all basically like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't even bring it to Dennis. Cause I'm like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't want to, you know, record videos for $50 a pop. You know, this isn't something he's interested in. I'm too good and, for uh, that. I wouldn't do that. Cause I know what, people will get me to say crazy shit. That'd be goofed what, on for later. But Carl, what about fifty-one dollars? All right, and what's my what's my cut out of this fifty-one? <laughs> uh, and uh, there was yeah, there was one other time where like Dennis was doing a show in Dallas, and I, I just I asked Stephen's dad, I'm like, oh, you, do you have any interest in having him come to the studio? This was an email. I get a call from him, and I was berated about how Dennis was so disrespectful when he was on the show. Oh. Uh, this was the other moment where I knew I wasn't going to be working there for very long. Uh, Dennis said on the show, I'm just doing this as a favor to Christian. So, uh, you know, I'm like, all right. But it was Taurus. like, Stephen's dad just would not, you know, you could kind of, when we get to the video you're about to talk about, you can kind of see some things that run in the family. Stephen's dad was not giving in. And he well, was just like, hold on a second. I think just, that the totally the opposite way. I'm like, kudos to Christian who got Dennis Miller, who would never come on this show in a million years, Correct. but they're so tight. He's like, fine, I'll do it. Like, I would be like, Hey, thanks for getting us Dennis Miller. That's amazing. Thanks buddy. I would have taken yeah. it very differently. Well, he, he didn't. And you know, he, <laughs> right. it was basically like, it was like a bad breakup call where like Steven's dad is just, you know, he's just going on. And I'm like, I actually said to him, like, okay, I get it. You don't want him on the show. I actually, you know, I use that tone. And then he like backed it, backed off a little bit and he talked, but that was the last time I think I talked to him until he asked, you know, Dennis to film videos and charge people for them. So, you know, I didn't have a close relationship with him uh, at all. I just, you know, had enough of an understanding of the way things worked there that uh, when I heard Dave Landau and Michael Malice, I was like, oh, yeah, this this all literally adds up to, uh, you know, the limited understanding that I had. And, uh, you know, going back to like when I first knew who he was, there were a lot of people who were turned off by him, who I also won't name. But he started billing himself as a comedian. Right. And there's guys who are like hosts of shows that are like, I don't even call myself a comedian. How does this kid get off saying that he's a comedian, especially when he's, you know, moderately amusing? So, you know, that that really led into the problem with booking guests that you thought you might have been able to get for him. You're like, oh, I, I can't get Bill Schultz. OK, that's a joke. I didn't actually try to get Bill Schultz, but <laughs> I don't know that he would have said yes. Yeah, but right. he wasn't busy. That's for sure. <laughs> that's he had time yeah. if he needed to. I'm just kidding. I have no problem with Bill Schultz. I love Bill Schultz. It's just a joke. He's fine. All right. So this is going to lead me to what I want to play for you next. And normally I am not a fan. I mean, not normally all the time. I'm not a fan of people being filmed and in a private situation. And then that being released to the public. I think it's a shitty thing that happens. Now, in this case, the reason why I'm going to play it is because it's out there. Everyone's seen it already. And it really does add to who Steven Crowder is, which kind of helps us understand how the show runs and how people respond to him and everything else. So what's happening right now is his wife's filed for divorce and Steven Crowder is one of these like Christian guys who is so proud of himself. And and this is going to lead into what uh, Christian brought, but Crowder is so proud of himself for like saving themselves for marriage and doing everything the, the Christian way and all this stuff. And talking about how, um, you know, his wife 
doesn't have a job. She's just there to do wifely things and wifely duties, which, you know, very <laughs> traditional conservative. And then here is uh, from their ring footage of the two of them in the backyard. For some reason, they only have one car. I think that's a control it make thing. Any sense. No, it's I think it's a fucking it's million. A yeah, that's a hundred percent a power move. That's a control I mean, there's thing. No, there's no reason. Like, you know, my my wife is a successful TV writer. We make a fraction of what Stephen Crowder is, and we have two cars. Whoa! So yeah, it's, yeah. Whoa, thank whoa, you. Whoa, I, I didn't know, know we were all hey. taking our dicks out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, one of them, one of them is a 1998, <laughs> and it has a tape deck. Jealous? <laughs> yeah, now you're now you're lying. All right. I'll, I'll take a picture later. And I'll show you. <laughs> Do you really have a 98? It's a 1998 Lexus with a tape deck and a five CD changer. Jesus. Okay. Stephen Crowder's wife is very jealous. I wish you were accepting I mean, super chats. Right she could have gone to pick up his grilling supplies if only she'd had a 98 Lexus. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. We'd be getting so many sympathy uh, super chats if I allowed that on this show. All right. So without further ado, this is the. Ring cam footage of the two of them having a uh, squabble. Recently. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. All right, so as you point out, uh, very nice looking backyard. They're on the back in the furniture in the backyard. Uh, the wife is, I think, eight months pregnant with twins at this point, yeah. barefoot and sweatpants. And she wants to, she needs to run some errands or something. And she needs to use the car. And, Crowder ain't having it. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary of abuse and control. You were not taking the car. Because if you refuse to do wifely things, then I will go pick up the groceries. American groceries. I would have steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not a reasonable request, but I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect me? Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. You see the love of that. No, no. I don't mean to make it. Okay. She goes, Oh well then I'll ask my friends to come pick me up if I can't use the car. And he goes, Is that a threat? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck is going on here? You know how I feel about people who are able to make friends, Hillary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? That is so weird. It's a very controlling. Okay, Stephen. Well, what I think is going on there is that he doesn't want to be exposed as being this controlling asshole. So she's like, I'll get my friends to come pick me up. It's like, what are you going to talk about? The fact that I wouldn't let you use the car, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Well, you have to say that our car is broken down and I won't (laughs) buy another one for some reason. (laughs) I can't. Feeling some constraints? Steven. Like, I can't Steven. go. I, listen to me. Listen to me. You want to walk out right now? Listen to me. I can't go to the gym. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't go, I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how 14 years old. Like, listen to the things he's like. I can't <laughs> yeah. play ball with the fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see my parents. You're welcome. Yeah, right. I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. <laughs> I, I this is my favorite part of the video, by the way. Yeah, is that he's simultaneously holding up uh, traditional gender roles and going, "That doesn't work either." I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's being a child. Yeah. Being set to the second and you going to the back. So th- that part right there is annoying to me because I'm a busy guy too. 
But he goes, do you understand the difference? Hey, I do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going to back on back? My life being set to the second. He's so busy. He can't possibly not have his car for the 25 minutes he has to go run her errand or whatever. And to that, I just say, you're doing it wrong. If you're that fucking busy, like, that's not what success looks like. You got you need to be able to have some downtime and enjoy your life. Yeah, bitch, you're Also, your ignore the fact the that office. I'm smoking a cigar in my comfy <laughs> socks. Yeah, I know. He's very, he's just lounging in yeah, the back. He's not selling it. <laughs> Don't you see how busy I am? At some point when he was a kid, he read a book on what it means to be a guy, and he's like, all yes. right, uh, cigar. Comfy socks, grilling supplies, yelling at my wife. I think I can handle all of those and, things. Uh, I Keep actually your bitch in line. This right. reminds me. This <laughs> That's reminds the me. title of the book, Mike. <laughs> Is that one of the books they banned in Florida? This reminds me <laughs> of what Dave Landau was talking about. There's a lot of things that we didn't get to in there, his complaints about it. But one of them was he had to show up at work at 7 a.m. And work until yeah. three every day. It was like an eight-hour shift. And so when the show's on the air, he has to be writing bits and coming up with things for the show. And it's like, well, if I just, I'm going to work fucking 40 hours, seven to three every day. I'll just get a real job like a you know a schlub. I'm a show business. Yeah. What are we doing? Be, be able to tell my own jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Because he had to work on Fridays, which fucks him up for tour- touring. So I guess that this, you know, Crowder's probably a workaholic and he expects everyone else to... Put in the hours, I guess. Anyway, this goes on. I want to show the end, I think. I don't want to go through all of this. Um, there's a lot of I love you, I don't love you shit. This is weird. Yeah. Hillary, you're right, right in past. Become someone day in and day out worthy of a wife worth. No, not as a wife. I didn't say the wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get texting what you need. I'll get you to me. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm, I'm not engaged. I'm not trying to Are you committed enough to do those things? You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. I should point out what he's saying, get the gloves. So she has to give the dog some medicine that she's allergic to or something. And this, this is an eight month pregnant woman. Well, she's worried <laughs> that it's toxic for her unborn children. Yeah. Which, you know, by the way, also Stephen Crowder's children inside of her. Right. her womb. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, go so, get the fucking gloves he, on. And take care of the saying, dogs. You're not committed to anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's insane. You just said, I love you. I'm committed to that. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. I need to Walk the dogs. Are you committed enough to do those things? 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 Are you committed enough to get the medication to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to get the medication to do those things? Are you committed enough to get the medication to and I should say, I grabbed this video from Yashar's Substack is where I got that video from. Jesus. So I mean, um, when I don't get steak, I get grumpy, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I know. <laughs> he doesn't have his grill pellets. Yeah. What's the guy supposed to do? Yeah. Order in? Hands are tied. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, you found a very interesting article, Christian, when he used to write for yeah. Fox News. Yeah. I mean, part of the, you know, knowing him as long as I have is uh, I, you just remember things. Like I remember 
the opinion pieces about how proud he was that he didn't masturbate, uh, about how offended he was by the original hot tub time machine, which, you know, look, it's not Citizen Kane, but it's certainly not offensive. <laughs> you know? So I, I kind of remember all those things. And uh, right here, May 11th, 2015, and you might not want to take such a strong stand on issues just in general in life. And this piece is called I'm a Guy and I'll never badmouth my wife. <laughs> Except uh, for to her face. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There is a lot of it. I would say every word of this is worth reading. But <laughs> yeah. uh, the most important part is uh, where he writes, Firstly, there may be some people out there who actually believe their wife to merely be the, quote, old ball and chain, unquote. To you, I say, you are a loser. Not only are you a loser for dishonoring the woman who is now an extension of yourself, but you're a loser for picking someone who you hate having to come home to every night. What kind of an idiot are you to marry a person that you think is an absolute moron? The same people are shocked when I don't chime in on their urinate and moan fest regarding their old maids. Imagine that. Imagine actually thinking that I married somebody better than myself and it goes on but i think well that, in crowder's uh, defense most women do suck so he's making some good points there you know not everyone's gonna but, end up with a uh a girl from the jingles department as their yeah unfortunately carl for you and i we've found the only two that don't Correct. you know i think it's important to make sure i'm on the record saying that uh <laughs> well also know, brian I, mike's dealing with uh you know his girlfriend's dealing with the police that he's calling to his house yes so yeah, he's I'm got a winner calling them by accident so, <laughs> so he's got a winner over there <laughs> here right now is, is it by is it by accident or do you, is there just the thrill for self-swatting mike <laughs> I need I need help. She she won't let me take the car out, and I don't understand why. <laughs> he, put, he puts on girls' panties and swats himself. That's his thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, so that uh, that opinion piece is out there. It's still on FoxNews.com. Everyone can find it. It's I embarrassing. Had, uh, screen grabbed it just in case maybe it went away, but I don't think anybody at Fox is trying to cover for Steven Crowder at this moment. Well, right. yeah. So it's it's embarrassing that he wrote that piece, and now he's in this very public feud with his wife and his response to that video being leaked by his wife, obviously he wanted to let people know how he treats her was him to then go out and talk about how mental she is, which is, I don't think a good tactic at that point. Like, don't be like, Oh, you think I'm an asshole. You're even a bigger asshole. Like, okay, well you're both assholes. <laughs> okay. You win. I, I mean, look at some point in her life, she thought it was a good idea to marry Steven Crowder. So obviously she's something of an asshole. Yeah. She's not, she's not bright. <laughs> all right. I, I, hear, I see what you're saying. <laughs> All right, so with all of that, wow, that was some setup for this show. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Louder with Crowder. And um, I want to just uh, play a clip for you from today's episode, this morning's episode. This is how it starts oh. off. And uh, whew, get ready for some hilarity. This is a, a comedy show that we're watching. Here. Oh, no. comes from China. Everybody was coming. Trying to make 
So a couple things with this. First off, he's selling this way too hard. Yeah. He's- yeah. And, 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 you know, Dave Landau was talking about things he couldn't say. So I guess uh, Steven can say shit, uh, but uh, no one else can, by the way, Carl, that's really unfair. Clearly you pulled a clip from their dress rehearsal today. You should have pulled a clip from the actual show. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it was this- better on the actual show. <laughs> this is they the nailed actual it in the, during the matinee. Yeah. <laughs> this is the actual show. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't even pronounce my mistake. He was supposed to say um, Kung flu fighting. And he said, Kung fu fighting. You didn't even do it. I mean, take two on that one. And then none of the lyrics are funny. <laughs> like a parody song, you should have like some jokes in there or something. Just trying to make a political no, point. Well, well, actually, do you have my clip 10? Because that's also another parody song, and it's even less funny because it's literally just promoting the show. There's no point to it. I don't want to stream any shows other than what I've been trying to stream lately. All I have to use is Rumble Now and a full mug club. By the way, thank you, Carl. I can go a lifetime without hearing the words Mug Club again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, Mug Club. All this club. guy does is promote Mug Club. Mug yeah, Club. Mug that's Club. His, mug club. Uh, <laughs> now, I want to point out that because we were talking about all the different deals he had and companies he worked with, he did sign a deal with Rumble. So he's promoting yes. Rumble a lot. I didn't realize he was still on YouTube. So then I was like, I was asking Mike where to even find this stuff, and then I figured it out. And then on the YouTube video, what they'll do is they'll start talking about something that's a little too spicy for YouTube. And a thing will come yeah. up that says, you can't watch this on YouTube. Go to Rumble. So they're like actively trying to piss off YouTube, which is fun. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, so it's the same model as uh, Pornhub, or so I'm told. Yes. You know, it's like, if you want to see the good clip, <laughs> yeah, right. you actually have to pay. Is, yeah, oh, right. yes. There's yeah, no yeah, money yeah. shots here. <laughs> what I've been trying to stream lately. All I have to use is my club, just you and I. Like, I guess the Samantha B thing counts as a joke, but there's no, like, jokes in it. No, there's not. They just changed the words of a song, which is technically a parody, I suppose. But. So at the end of this Kung Flu fighting parody, this is, it t- turns into, and, and as you're seeing on the screen now, it's just constantly talking about... You can watch us on Rumble, and there's the Mug Club, and this is goes right into that. This goes on for so long, too. Join Mug Club today for $89 annually to support content like this and get access to the entire network. Louderwithcrowder.com slash Mug Club. Oh, thank you. <laughs> support content like this yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> how do i how do i distract from content like, how do yeah, I right. stop content like this is there a, thumbs, do I donate? <laughs> is there a thumbs down button i could pay 89 dollars for because that might be money I, worth I, I would give 89 dollars to samantha b just in response to what we just saw i think that uh she deserves it but now, to, yeah most of that clip it's not like the jokes aren't funny but there's so much of the ho 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 no yeah. And I'm like, well, those aren't even jokes. You're not even trying to fit the jokes in. Yeah, exactly. and the chorus is kept repeating. When you do a parody no. song, if you're going to do the whole song, like you got to like put jokes in the whole time. You can't just like repeat the chorus well, three times. Look, looks like Brian Callen doesn't come in on Fridays for eight hours. No, <laughs> I don't think he's coming in there. So I know I was wondering about that too because they're not all on the show all the time. So he yeah. wanted Dave Landau to be there five days a week and it would have fucked up Dave Landau's comedy schedule and stuff. And it's like now with like Nick DiPaolo and Brian Callen and these guys, like they're not going to, 
Jim Brewer, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just cancel my theater gigs for that weekend to be on your Rumble show. That would be... It would be amazing if Nick DiPaolo was doing just desk work at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. I don't get you imagine. This reminds me. It reminds me of when Stuttering John left the Howard Stern show. He said on air, he's like, you know who should take my job is Nick DiPaolo. And then Nick DiPaolo called him and was just like, you think I want to be a phone screener? I'm a professional stand-up. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so... Now, we just saw that maybe sometimes things at home for Steven Crowder aren't all fun and games. You might have noticed that. And uh, sure. so he's going to come on the show, and I feel like he's doing damage control. I feel like I'm actively watching a man doing damage control on his show because he's going to tell a story about how fun he's having at, at you know feeding his kids at home. I had a good morning I, uh, when feeding the little ones. I come up with new songs all the time. I didn't want to eat. How did this happen? Well, so I was saying, uh, I'm about to feed bananas to you, so get ready, get ready. I think I may get some strawberries too, so get ready. Get, I'm about to feed you, so here it comes. And then, how, how did that work? Well, one did not like it at all, and yeah. the other was just going like, mm. but didn't eat the strawberries. And it was just mashed bananas, bananas everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you were saying morning zoo stuff, this reminds me of a local morning show. Especially the laughter. I'll never unhear Dave Landau's words when I hear laughter on this show. Yes. Because you know it's all rehearsed and scripted, and they've they've heard these bits already. So it's literally fake laughter. That's so Yeah, weird. there's all the fake laughter. The only thing that's missing is Cardiff with his bell. Yeah. <laughs> now we have it. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to introduce the guests for today. Remember, I pulled this from this morning's episode. And I couldn't have been more excited about this. It is good to be here, and I really can't wait to talk oh about God. the border. Can't wait to talk about Tucker Carlson. But also, just a few hours ago, two drones crashed into the Kremlin residence of Vladimir Putin, almost killing him, and they're threatening to escalate to nuclear war as Ukraine launches a massive offensive and threatens to invade Russia itself. Well, I asked how you were doing, but that's... <laughs> well, that's how I'm doing. <laughs> Fucking love Alex Jones. You can't just have, like, uh, a normal conversation. This guy doesn't do small talk. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph's just like, no, I'm doing great. How are you doing? That's awesome. The yeah. kids? Crowder, try controlling him. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's no way he's he's going to be up for our dress rehearsal. Yeah. Glad that Alex you can sing to your kids while the two... lizard people are poisoning our strawberries. But, you know, you do you, Stephen. <laughs> All right. So I have um, one more clip that I want to play, and then I'll, I'll hand it over to Mike. Because I didn't realize that Alex Jones, he talks about how he does some bits and, and skits on his show just like Crowder does. Not as much anymore, but God, I would love to see more of this. But as if my listeners, I mean, I don't do as many great skits as you do. I used to do a lot more of them. Uh, but when I would do skits, obviously when I'm dressed up like Cobra Commander, I'm not really the leader of Cobra. It doesn't exist. It's like reverse psychology, yeah. only instead of like, oh, ooh, the liver's gross, you were like, do LSD. Uh, exactly. Well, when Cobra Commander w would be like, I support Obama and what he's been doing. It's good to fund the radical Islamists and destabilize the planet. That's a pretty good Cobra Commander. So, yeah. And, and it's, it's obviously okay. I'm not Cobra Commander. What is going on here? I like his Cobra Commander. Yeah. I want to have That's Alex Jones on this show just as Cobra Commander the entire time <laughs> yeah. and never reveal. Well, kind of like how they had George Clooney play the dog on South Park. It's all he did was just bark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that with uh, Alex well, Jones. I, don't know, I want to stay relevant, so uh, I suppose you're doing <laughs> yeah. good things over there. Yeah, just keep it. It shouldn't be too hard to get him to play Cobra Commander. He's already got the hood. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, thanks. I was I proud of it. I see what you did. <laughs> Sorry, I strong-armed it in there. Get out of the way, Mike. <laughs> I'm coming through. <laughs> Mike Geary, 
What did you pick up on? Because you have a bunch of clips here from Louder with well, Crowder. Did you want to? I, I could start with stuff from uh, the day after that video we played came out where he's kind of in uh, damage control mode talking about his divorce. Actually, it's before that video came out. This is just uh, the report of his divorce. Okay, yeah, let's start um, there. Clips uh, 12, 13, and 14 I all found very interesting because this is him kind of positioning himself as, uh, like we said before, like a man's, a traditional man, you know? Right, yep, yep, yep. Here, uh, I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, since He's the George Floyd of broadcasting, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was against it at the time, but I finally understand the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, this is not hyperbole, everyone. <laughs> it's 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset, to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side. And no, this was not uh, my choice. My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. It's been the most <laughs> heartbreaking experience of my life. That's such a weird he says thing that to say. several times that yeah. it's completely. Per- He's like, "Listen, I, I don't make the laws, gang. If she wants to leave, they, I guess she's free to." What a crazy state! Well, yeah, which state? Which state is the woman not allowed to get a divorce yeah. in? <laughs> I'm not well, talking I, know, some I know in some states you have to wait like a year to actually get divorced, but uh, I think that, yeah, his problem is like if a woman wants to get divorced, she's allowed to, and that should obviously only be the rule for the man. And, you know, I'm, Listen, I'm not I, I know that. what states the age of consent is 16, but I don't know which states the woman's not allowed to get a divorce. That sounds <laughs> sounds crazy hey, to Carl, me. what state does uh, Bailing Dupree live in? <laughs> West Virginia. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what a great episode great last if- week. It would be great if you were friends with a woman and you were uh, just, uh, how's everything going in your marriage? And she's like, I'd love to get a divorce, but I'm not allowed. You know the laws. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, it's Those 2023. It's 2023. What is your husband telling you? <laughs> All right. So then thir- uh, I think 13 is like making sure, you know, obviously when we hear that clip he's talking about his marriage breaking up and everything and your guy's instinct was probably oh it was those fucking kids wasn't it it was those dirty rat kids <laughs> that's but what i was going to assure us it wasn't okay good because that's exactly what i was thinking kids are always the problem those meddling kids. Always the kids. <laughs> one thing i want to be really clear about is certain true north here is that my children are blameless completely without fault and so oh. we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests, uh, both emotionally and physically, to do so. Now, the other... Wait, the reason why you didn't bring this to the media was because of the children? We decided not to make this a whole uh, spectacle for the whole world to see because we have children. <laughs> no, you shouldn't anyway. It, it should be private. Have a child of privacy. Also, are the kids like eight months old or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going on our marriage dissolves privacy tour. Yeah. <laughs> Does even make sense? But as if his audience would be like, oh, Steven, it was those dirty rats, wasn't it? We'll take care of them for you. <laughs> no, no, no. Put your... your pitchforks down, everyone. <laughs> if only your wife hadn't handled those dog chemicals while she was still pregnant, maybe the kids would have turned out fine. But obviously we hate them now. <laughs> well, now you're just blaming Crowder again. I won't I won't stand for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Uh, here's 14. Any setup for this? Well, it actually goes to... Maybe he had the the blog that Christian read in mind because it's kind of a defense of that point. It's pretty simple. Um, I loved a woman so much that I married her. 
a woman who, despite all of this, I still love as the mother of my children. And she wanted something else for her life. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out, and the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it. There are multiple sides to every story, but one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own in that I picked wrong, and that's certainly not the fault of my children. <laughs> it's, no one's, it's no one's fault. Never mind, because my wife sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's some spin. Hey, the blame is not daddy's on fault me that mommy's loving. such a cunt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She's been this way her whole life. I want to make sure everyone blames me because I loved this dumb bitch. So, again, <laughs> yes. it's me you should be blaming. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> All right. I want to go back to Alex Jones because, you know, he's one of my favorites. And uh, they're talking about when Alex Jones was going through his divorce. And, of course, they were bringing up in court that um, Alex says he plays a character when he's on his show. It's not the real Alex. And so Alex is saying, well, there are times when I'm playing a character. There are other times when I'm being very serious and I'm being myself. And uh, you all remember, I think we played it on this show when he talked about eating his neighbors. <laughs> so Alex is going ex- to <laughs> explain that that was a joke. And what's great about this clip is that um, Crowder has to tag this. And uh, he's not good at it. Yeah. I said, so here's my satire. If everything collapses, they keep the lockdowns going. We're, we're, cannibalism will kick in, and I'm going to eat my liberal neighbors. Yeah. I'm going to think about hauling up with a chain. Well, they just cut off me saying this is a joke. Yes. And so Jones is had a total psychotic break. And it's so obvious you wouldn't eat your liberal neighbors. Too no. stringy. Now, exactly. it's a live show, Monday <laughs> through Thursday. Oh, he's so proud of himself, yeah. too. Not even a good line. Not even a good line. And he's like, hey, see what I just did? It's only because wink. there was a light keeping uh, Nick DiPaolo or Jim Brewer from jumping <laughs> Yeah, in. probably. It All right. crushed during the early show, though. <laughs> so they're, they're talking about Tucker Carlson and uh, this these leaks that are coming out about Tucker Carlson and things that he said about Fox and stuff like that. And uh, it's funny that Alex, whenever Alex talks about knowing another celebrity, and he does it a lot, he always says... Oh, yeah, yeah, I talked to him. He told me I was right about everything. Like That's like Alex. Every conversation he has with someone is just like, hey, Alex, this is Carl. I, I just found out you're right about everything. Like, is that what everyone's telling him all the time? <laughs> it seems like it. Makes me want to party with Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. He's super cool. I yeah. love it. I only met him in the green room at Fox back then. Before, no, he used before to be real host. stuffy. And But uh, about 11, 12 years ago, he called and said, hey, I'm sorry. You're, you're really right about stuff. I thought you were full of crap. But uh, I mean, I think you're actually pretty smart. And then he wanted to come to Austin 10 years ago. We, and we come pretty good friends Isn't that amazing <laughs> if we could get alex jones and donald trump to disagree politically and both run for president that would be an amazing debate Ooh. i would <laughs> i don't know who would ever get a word in but that would be fun to watch <laughs> they would just both be speaking at the same time yeah i, I would watch that i'd moderate that for christ's oh, sake yeah. <laughs> just, just uh throwing in drops in between <laughs> no one told me there was gonna be posting I, right, I would join the mug club for that debate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be worth it. Fucking mug club. Um, right. <laughs> Mike, what else? Well, clip number one is kind of proof that even with Nick DiPaolo in studio, he, I, unless I'm missing something, I think he's still Mrs. Dave here. It was a slight slip up. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes with a little eight ball that says not today. Look, look, here's the thing. I have worked with, you know, the special needs people for, for years. Yeah, you know, like me too. They I never were sitting there. Yeah, well, let's just call taking advantage. It's Sorry. called grooming, Dave. 
Uh, it's called grooming little ladies. Um, Whoops. <laughs> he fucked up, right? That was clearly. Yes. <laughs> that was clearly Someone a said fuck something up. funny on the show. Must have been Dave Landau. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, it was me. I said something funny. Oops. Whoopsie. And then clip number two, you kind of hear uh, DePaulo where, like, this might not end well with the, the language stuff if, like, you know, the week three DePaulo's already getting frustrated. But uh, the other thing this clip points out is so Landau in that Michael Malice interview said he was the third chair. And this guy, Gerald, I guess, is the yeah. two chair. Kind Gerald, of? Gerald like Morgan Jr. Yeah, right. He is brutal. I mean, his tagging of the if you think Steven's tags are bad. Oof. No, Gerald's good at laughing at Steven. I think that's his main <laughs> skill yeah, set. Should, there should be a Gerald light implemented. <laughs> it is time for you to go home. Nick, opinions on that broad. Uh, speaking of frozen, she's like, she looks like Ted Williams head. <laughs> I, you know, people be going, I live in Canada. Everything's frozen. Go ahead. Yeah, my true. bank account. <laughs> Ugly witch. See that? But I claimed No, up. say it. Say it. Yeah. You don't even, okay. with her, I was hoping you wouldn't. I don't know. If you look up, what, what do you think? Where do you think her picture is next to what in the dictionary? Nick? Oh, it begins with a C and it ends in a T and it rhymes, yeah, 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 yeah. rhymes hey. with cunt. There you go. You're going to say punt. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tag at the end, like, and it was with the Tom Myers, like, yeah. am I right, people? <laughs> I thought it was going to rhyme Jared? with punt. No, the, the the what he said was way funnier, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> no need to say anything. Notes for you. <laughs> Who's Zumox guy? Tyler. I think Tyler brings more to that show yeah. than uh, Gerald brings. <laughs> Gerald. <Yeah>. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I have to slow you down there, Christian. <laughs> That's outrageous. I'll die on that hill, Carl. <laughs> All right, I have an example of the uh, the fake laughter, and you can see, okay. and they even like switch the camera angles around too to show the reaction as people are all laughing at these jokes. And you apologize to each other when it happens, but the, 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 because that's what they say about you, they say he works hard for the money. Absolutely, but look, the truth <laughs> is, he had the time. It's just uncomfortable. But that's how he's earning his paycheck, that uh, Gerald Morgan guy. And it seems so fake and forced. Again, I keep saying it, but like. When you know that they know it's coming, like I don't know how you live with yourself if you're Gerald. That's embarrassing that well, that's can't, been exposed. This can't be completely scripted, Mike. There has to be some things that are happening. I mean, if you're interviewing Alex Jones, it's not going to go exactly the same as dress rehearsal, right? I don't know. So again, maybe I'm watching it like biasedly now. But a lot of Stevens, like when Steven interjects, it seems like, oh, well, if this topic comes up, I'm going to say this because some of them they, they don't have like the exact proper segues. It just seems like. Something he thought of before in case yeah. the subject comes up. You know, there's definitely pre-written jokes, that's for sure. Here's a bit that they do. Oh, this is hilarious, guys. So they have this field reporter, Thomas Finnegan, and he's going to head down to the border to report on what he's seeing. I, If you are right, going to watch this, tell me you couldn't come up with 12 better punchlines for this bit. <laughs> we have to go to Thomas Finnegan, our on-the-ground correspondent at the border. Mr. Finnegan, uh, if you can hear me, what are you seeing down there at the border, sir? Hi, Stephen. I'm almost there. Uh, give me a few seconds and I'll be on the ground to give you the you, scoop. What do you, you're, why are you so late? Why are you getting there now, Finnegan? I had to stop and, uh, I mean, I had to make a... Uh, you had to take a dump, didn't you? This is not the first time. You had to take a dump, Finnegan? 
Yeah, if you want to put it that way. Okay, f- I did put it that way. Fine. Take all the time in the world you need during this live show. That's enough. All right, that's enough. Let's. So the guy isn't where he's supposed to be yet because he was pooping. Right. And it seems very genuine. It seems like that just happens naturally in the middle of the show. There's multiple people working eight hours a day writing for this show. <laughs> this is the same reaction I have on SNL. I'm like, there's comedians in a room writing this down <laughs> and thinking that this is going to fly? What the fuck? Okay, so I actually have a similar clip. My uh, clip number five, maybe it's better if uh, you can see. Maybe it's more of a visual gag. So okay. I think I just need you guys to explain it to me. All right, sounds good. But you know stuff. Yeah. I'm cutting you off. DeSantis was in uh, Asia, right? So he's in Japan right now. And he had some uh, um, interactions with the Japanese media on the intention to run for president. Okay. So, Tim, if you could run that uh, clip yeah. for us. That'd be good. Wait, 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 wait. What's, what the hell was that? What happened? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, new guy Carl is having a bit of issues uh, oh. cutting clips. Wait, uh, Pagan? Carl Pagan? Yeah, oh, Carl no. Pagan uh, needs some work on his uh, editing. Look, you know, let me go check it out real quick. Right now? Okay, yeah. 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 Hey, Carl. Uh, we just had a clip go out on air that was way too loud. So when you cut these things, you got to make sure it's at the right level, normalize it so that we don't blow people's eardrums out. Sorry, Tim. Won't happen again. All right. Don't let it happen again. What kind of doll is that? Voodoo? Voodoo doll? Right. Wow. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. Yeah, let's let's yeah. make sure. But uh, anyway, right? look here. here yeah, yeah, some weird. It's you know, yeah. Where'd so, you find him? Indeed, we found the clip though, right? We got the we have the right clip. So this is him talking about his. Oh my God, Nick DiPaolo yeah. has to be crawling out of his skin. Mike, or... let me break it down for you. Nothing happened. <laughs> this is so forced. <laughs> okay. This this Thank bit. You, Chris, I thought surely I was missing something. <laughs> this, yeah, no, no. Uh, this stopped all I, the momentum of the show. I was the one who couldn't see that. Yeah, you're the lucky one, Mike. What the fuck was that? I don't I don't even get it. No, there's nothing to get yeah. there i guess they have a disgruntled new guy who wants to murder his co-workers but that's actually steven crowder <laughs> i guess that's what the the joke is holy shit but it's like it, it like stops all the momentum they're doing a talk show they're having a conversation then they have to like stop it to do this predetermined bit that they're doing that's weird the weird thing is like they're not even trying to sell it like this is organically happening so no. they're not that douchey but yet that makes it weirder in a way because it's not funny and it's also not like shocking or weird right. or mysterious so i don't know what the point of it was bizarre all right i want to play uh some quick clips here where i can tell that all the stuff happening behind the scenes in crowder's life is getting to him and so that's why i wanted to play all that stuff up front to just kind of introduce what's going on behind the scenes because he says some interesting things. Of course, he's talking to Alex Jones now. Keep in mind. <laughs> Here's the thing right now. They want, they want to blame you by leaking his texts. And w- would anyone's life stand up to every single one of your texts and one of your phone calls and camera moments no. being revealed to the public? <laughs> Not a single one of you. And anyone who says no. so is lying. I bet some people would. I mean, Alex, <laughs> hypothetically, if your ring doorbell was recording you and your wife, I'm yeah. just talking hypotheticals here. He's like, uh, all, all of us have uh, psychological torture over our loved ones, right? I mean, I'm not alone on that. Uh, what's the problem? <laughs> Who among us hasn't berated a pregnant woman? Like, I don't... <laughs> um, and then Lest this... you cast the first stone. Yeah, and then he, he does it again. Like, not long after that. Just understand what's happening. And look, I'm not like with you. And yet there were a lot of people who 
didn't give you any backup. And you and I weren't even very close friends. I felt compelled to do so. Look, no one's life stands up to this kind of scrutiny. I know that Tucker Carlson's in for a rough go, but this is just dirty well, pool. You can tell he's looking for support from Alex Jones. He's like, yeah, I mean, when your stuff came out, you know, I was cool with you. So, uh. Didn't look like he was getting it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he is. <laughs> And then bitches be crazy, right, fellas? <laughs> and then he, um, you can tell he's getting a little paranoid here when he says this. Hey, that's a clip, you sons of bitches back yeah. there. And I know he just talked about Christ and I said sons of bitches. Fuck you guys. I don't care, Media Matters. Have your moment. Shut up, Gerald. <laughs> so he's already talking about like, oh, shit, someone's going to clip this. They're going to play it on the show and make fun of me. Like, that's not a good way to live your life or do your show. Knowing well, it's, that it's weird because he's he's, again, simultaneously a couple different things where He's this uh, bastion of free speech and like, you know, he's on the the right, obviously. So he has to stand up for, you know, jokes and context and all that sort of stuff. But also says that he constantly defines the show as PG-13, which I can't fathom what 14-year-olds he thinks are watching this program. (laughs) (laughs) The twins will love it. Um, here's one more clip because there's a lot of Jesus talk on this episode between uh, Alex and uh, Stephen. And so this is kind of a weird thing to try to pull off. If you're okay with a little bit of talk of, uh, you know, uh, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, Alex Jones just did just hit me right in the fields. If you like, like the show, if you like Jesus, sign up for the mug club, everybody. <laughs> and by the way, if, if you love Jesus, uh, patreon.com slash who are these podcasts is where you show Jesus. And I want to know, does Jesus even like this show? Like, don't bring, <laughs> don't bring Jesus into this. Jesus is like, this is like the, the 16th best conservative talk show out there. What are you talking about? And if you hate no. Jesus, go to blindmike.net. We're rebels, baby. <laughs> but, but Jesus did think that the, the Newtown school massacre was a false flag operation. So that's the Jesus they're talking about. <laughs> He's going to get us canceled, this one. <laughs> he hugs up, he's, he's up with Dick this past week, and now he's getting all spicy on me. So I already did a three-tenths of a tab of acid, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not in my right mind. Fair enough. Um, all right, Mike, what else do you want to hit? Um, I know we've done this for a while, so I guess if you want to move on, we can end with uh, my clip number 11, because I watched every Crowder show for six days because of I was doing this podcast and wow. I was interested in what he would say after the divorce and all that stuff. So uh, I can't say I saw the entire episode every day, but I did see the beginning and every day they talk about, this is a, an ongoing bit, I guess, uh, Stephen taking a sip of his coffee to start the show. Okay. Back by popular demand, the sip. It is. The sip. I need to change my headphones because the sip was too loud in my own ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's very hot. I was like, I got to do the sip again. And then, ah. He's a professional. Everything. everything. Was that Ferris Bueller? <laughs> very nice start. Stole it from Pops. Uh, Another great contribution from Gerald. But every day they're like, fans want that. They put polls up to see if people wanted the sip. <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, it's also ripping off Opie. If I'm Opie, I'm very upset. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. <laughs> I like he goes, I-, I had to change my headphones because it was too loud. Or just turn the volume down. You don't need a different <laughs> pair of headphones. Also, you're doing it. Do it quieter. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You don't have to be that close to the microphone. Well, he's also stealing that move from coffee. Stuttering John. Remember, that was the only time you'd ever yes. see him on The Tonight Show was he would ha- take a big sip of the coffee mug, which I assume Jay charged him for. I doubt he handed him a free <laughs> Tonight Show with Jay Leno mug. 
yes, that was his big thing is, is he'd go, he'd take the sip and then he'd be like, hey. And I remember Howard Stern did about an hour and a half on just that <laughs> three seconds of video. <laughs> what an idiot John is. Batty looks on uh, on TV. So that was pretty funny. All right. Is that how you want to wrap it up, Mike? I mean, God, you watched six episodes of this. I, I feel bad. I know, but there's nothing else I really loved of the clips okay. I have. Like, I'll say this about Steven Crowder is I think – he does kind of a hack morning zoo type show, but like he is a talented broadcaster. Like, yes. and sometimes I did find myself like, Oh, that's an interesting point he's making, <laughs> but it's just weird to watch that show after watching the Landau malice interview. It puts a bad taste in your mouth for sure. And it'll be interesting to see the fallout of uh, future employees because there was something else. And maybe this was from the Dick show that I was listening to today when, uh, when you were on with him, Christian, but they were talking about how like a dozen other former employees all came out and talked about what a piece of shit Crowder is now t- difficult he has to work for, right. which I mean, a lot of people have a problem with their bosses and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say that that's proof of anything, but mm-hmm. it does seem like he's not a fun, pleasant guy to be around. No, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a guy who used to be on the show that uh, he would call Gay Jared, who eventually Jared insisted he call him not Gay Jared. And I'd love to hear from Jared, but I bet that uh, he probably had some kind of NDA because uh, that was someone who yeah. left and was not happy about leaving. I mean, yeah. was not happy about yes. the way things ended. So, yeah, a lot of NDAs going around. All right, guys. Producer Chris, you've heard me talk about Magic Mind. Mm-hmm. It's become an important part of my morning routine. And uh, you know what? I gone and messed up. I forgot to pack my Magic Minds when we went to Philadelphia. Dude. Yeah. Uh-oh. And I got, I, we got to the Airbnb and I went, ah, damn it. So I didn't have my Magic Minds with me, which I need because it helps me boost my productivity, focus, and mood. Have you seen these things before? They're, yeah. they're, they're, uh, so it's like a five hour energy. It's similar in size. Yeah. But it's a very different thing. It's not like a caffeine shot or something like that. It gives you, uh, energy boosts, but also gives you, uh, aptogens to help you relax, nootropics, which keep you focused, and immunity. Ooh, Whoa. I like immunity. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, I could tell someone was going on with you. You forgot your magic mind. You could tell, right? Yeah. I was just, I wasn't myself. Thankfully, we pulled it off. Uh, I don't know how, but... Well, I, I guess not everyone believes that, but that's that's what the story I'm going with. <laughs> we pulled off a good live show, Sans Magic Mind. But do you know what's great about it, though, is that... So you take it every day. It's a supplement. And so when you miss it for a couple of days, you notice. And then when you take it again, you really notice the difference. Because anything that you do every day, it's hard to realize what impact that's having. Sure. So when I forgot and I came back, I was like, oh, that's right. I'm not going to forget this again. So... Please try it for yourself. Let me know what you think. Go to magicmind.co slash WATP. Use our discount code WATP for 20% off your purchase or do what I did and sign up for a subscription so that Magic Mind is delivered to your home every month. I have boxes of this like around the house. The discount code will get you 50% off along with the subscription discount. The best part is they have a money-back guarantee, so they're confident you'll love it. I'm confident you'll love it. Go to magicmind.co slash WATP and use discount code WATP for 20% off your purchase and 50% off a subscription. Let me see this. Sure, buddy. (laughs) Don't use promo code BONKERS. BONKERS will not work for this one. (laughs) You can try it. It is time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This was sent to me by a lot of different people. This is a show called Whatever Podcast. And it's these guys who get girls on there and they have like, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of different guests and they kind of go around the table and they interview everyone and they talk about different issues. And uh, let's just 
Let's address the elephant in the room here. Ask everyone to rate themselves on the scale of one to ten. So let's do that. Ten. Um, Kiko, so, okay, we'll start with you. Go ahead. Ten. A fat fucking ten. A fat fucking ten? <laughs> <laughs> this woman is 300 pounds. Uh, <laughs> maybe, conservatively, she's 300 pounds. <laughs> maybe 350. Also, she's ugly. Um, she looks like a monster. Her boobs suck. Her hair is terrible. Her outfit is shite. She's got nothing going for her. And she's sitting in between nothing but smoke shows. So it's kind of a weird thing that's going on. Is she on confused here. on the scoring system? <laughs> yeah, obviously, yes. <laughs> Is there a comma somewhere in in that statement? Honestly, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what was said was said. Okay. Yeah. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Okay. Period. Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten. Okay, so that's insane because that was her chance to be like, like, I'm not like these ladies around me here. Instead, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a 10. And the last smoke show throws out an eight because she felt bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not perfect. Like, like merely an eight. Not perfect like that elephant over there. But she went all right. That's my, uh, new, that's my new favorite Bobby Moynihan character. I, I uh, think that it's really going to catch on. <laughs> It's also just a bizarre topic because it seems like they're just going around the room saying the number and moving on. What's the what's the yeah, game? Right. I don't understand. Yeah. Oh, this show is bizarre and it goes on forever. But um I have a little bonus cringe for us because I was watching this clip a little bit. And uh the the first woman who spoke there said she was a ten and was quite convinced that she was a ten. She's got a theory on how this whole rating scale all came about. Into the, the mic. Into the mic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I disagree with the ratings people have given. Do you know where the rating scale comes from? It's supposed to be if you line up 10 random men and you ask them, would you fuck her? And what? they would say yes or no. Nope. That's originally where it came from. Nope. That's not how, that's not how that works. Where Tell me. Well, now, I'm being. The 10 I'm, rating scale? Educate me where it came from. That's you know. not how If you know, works. tell me. Just tell me. Th- well, just think about, tell me. It, think about it intuitively. If a 10 is. So <laughs> she goes, the way it works is how many guys out of 10 would fuck you? That would make a lot more 10s in this <laughs> world. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> like, half, half of women would be 10s <laughs> if that's the way that worked. <laughs> So I don't have to play the clip, but this guy explains to her like, well, no, like a scale of one to ten, like one's the worst. I guess it's kind of intuitive. You should probably know that, but I guess she didn't. Yeah, you get guys drunk and see if they would fuck you. That's the game, right? I'm a, I'm a ten. That <laughs> That's happen? the game, yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm an eleven. <laughs> one guy fucked me twice. <laughs> Took ten shots. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Guys, I know that it's very hack and I'm being exposed by one Chad Zumick. But I have a parody song to play. This is a submission from Ben Hilton. It's called Brother Man. It's a parody of Rocket Man. They packed my bag six years ago. At Sirius XM. But I'm going to reinvent myself again. I miss my show so much It was my life Been doing radio 
Since I was 18 years old And I think it's gonna be a long, long time Till someone gives me one more chance to shine Not just a board up or a gaping hole And I think it's gonna be a long, long time Till I can claim an audience that's mine I wish that I could just go to the phone Oh, no, no, no <laughs> I'm a brother man Brother man Telling you to just leave it alone Oh, thank you very much to uh, Ben Hilton for submitting Brother Man, the Opie song parody. Um, you know, something else I want to address here. I saw it a while ago, but I guess they're back at it again. There's a show called Why Are They Podcasters? Okay. And uh, what this guy does, are you familiar with the uh, Nopey episodes on YouTube? Oh, yes, very. So some, there's a person who takes Opie out of old Opie and Anthony clips or, or full episodes mm-hmm. And so you can listen to Opie and Anthony without Opie. So this person has decided that who are these podcasts would be better oh, yeah, yeah. If, if I wasn't on it. <laughs> and so they literally they literally have a show um, yeah. that is, I remove all traces of Carl Hamburger from his own podcast. I am annoyed by Carl's smile talking and general demeanor. So I'm making WTP a vegan experience. And he's literally grabs entire episodes. Metapsychics is the most recent one where all you hear is like Eric Zane talking to himself. And then a clip happens and Eric Zane's talking about something. It's, so it's a dream come true for Eric. Sounds horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was thinking, but I like Eric. I didn't want to say it out loud. Anyway, there's, there's your big plug. Why are they podcasters? Do you want to hear this That's show funny. without me? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Isn't it, Mike? <laughs> I'm getting my. I'm gonna me and Chris show. are really getting our moment to shine today. It's fun. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a new show called Mute Mike. <laughs> the Mute Mike Project. How do you like that? All right, guys. I have to address this. It's time to mock Zoomock. Now, as you know, the last time we talked about Chad, we were showing him getting um, rip roaring drunk on his own stream at six o'clock at night, and we went, "Okay, this is getting bad." He's obviously in a bad place, and I don't want to be the person who piles on. And I'm not going to be, but I do want to play this because he does his Kumias Cucks shows on Sundays. And um, Gino and I were in the chat, and Gino wrote something like, you won't ever have me on your show. And Chad's like, I I will have you on my show. I'll send you a link right now. And Gino and I are texting behind the scenes, and he's like, I'm giggling right now. This is hilarious. I'm going to go on Chad's show. And Chad's going, he's not coming on here. He's not going to do it. This pussy. There's no way. And lo and behold, Gino shows up. And so I have I have most of the interview. I cut out the stuff where Chad's showing photos of Gina Levy's daughter because I, I don't want to show that kind of stuff. And there's some talk around that that I kind of pulled out. But I don't want you to think that I edited this to make Chad look bad. Chad make Chad look bad. All right. Because Gino 
showed. And listen, I know that not everyone likes Gino. He's an acquired taste like scotch or tequila or pussy. And those are things <laughs> some people never enjoy, you know? So I get it. It's not for everyone. But I love Gino, as you know. And uh, I thought Gino proved that he's a professional. And Chad is a boy amongst men in this whole broadcasting thing. Because uh, I'll just play it and then we can we can talk about Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. You guys ready for some fireworks? Hit like, hit subscribe. This will be up later. All right. You guys wanted Gino Bisconte? You got him. We're hanging out, Chad. All right, Gino, go ahead. Hey, can you hear me, buddy? Everyone can hear you. Perfect. Just making sure. Now, Chad, what is the problem? All I said was. Chad looks nervous. I know. He's already not having fun with us. I was going to say. It's your show, Chad. Like, have some fun with it. Gino, because I was like, ta da, here I am. Yeah. And Chad's like, okay, say your thing. Yeah, but also, Gino's now obligated to host. (laughs) I thought he was a guest. Yeah, right. Right. You want to ask him a question or something first? Like, no, just just go. All right, you go. Now, Chad, what is the problem? All I said was... My neighbors can hear you. (laughs) One for one, Chad. Here's my point, buddy. And I've been very supportive of you uh, going on your own. And I've also called you out. And I can't be completely supportive of you because you've lied about things. But I think... The best thing for you. What, what have I lied about, Gino? You lied about Scooby. <laughs> no one fucking punched you. No one fucking said oh, this is Chad of the straight face. What have I lied about? <laughs> he may have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. There's a three-part series I put up on YouTube if you need a refresher course. Yeah. What time is it? About Gino. <laughs> you lied about Kumia. No one fucking punched you. No one fucking said oh. this is Kumia country. Let me finish yeah. one more sentence. And then you changed the lie and kept Kumia in. And then ju- then you said, ke- like a kindergartner, you said, I did it for the sake of the show. It was good radio. Chad, let me compliment you. You're better than that. Now you go. <laughs> Love it. Fucking perfect. If you want to start out a conversation with Chad, that's the perfect way to do it. You lied. What did I lie about? You lied about getting punched and saying that uh, Anthony Cumia's fans were behind it or that Anthony was the one who uh, made this happen, just like you did with Rover's Morning Glory in Cleveland. And so you do the same lies over and over again, even though you never get away with that. Everyone always finds it out. And... What, and then he goes, you go. And Chad's like, uh. And I'll say good <laughs> for Gino because it's a weird spot to go, like, someone to be like, oh, he'll never come on this show. You come on, and yep. then the guy's like, all right, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, it's a weird position <laughs> yep. for Gino to be in, but he came out, like, pretty well. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, Gino's a pro, yeah. and he's showing that, and he's exposing, I'll use Chad's words, he's exposing Chad. Yes. Everybody in podcasting lies, Gino. No, nope, I don't lie. Now here I, you get to name one thing I lied about. I don't watch a show. All right. Okay, no, you uh, said earlier, and then Gino lies about this, and then Gino said that. You're like Kevin in that thing, and let me pay you another compliment. Going on your own stream, you can get away from this, and you are seeing all the fucking lies, my friend, my former roommate. Fucking you. They lied about you when you sat there across from Alex Tubby Engelbert, and she's like, yeah, and they pulled a gun on Chad. That never happened, but I didn't defend you because I wanted nothing to do with the lying echo chamber. But now that you're on your own, Chad, you can turn over a new leaf and be honest because you're seeing all the lies and you're realizing they lied about me. Now you need to tell me one thing I lied about. One thing I was admitted. You just admitted to me they all lie. You just literally I've always said said they all lie. I said I don't lie. 
lie. I said you lied. And now that you're on your own and you're doing a fan, I don't know if you saw my stream yesterday, but I gave you mad props. You ready for this? I called you the Tony Romo of MLC. I said, you know what's going on. And I said it to 30 people like Chad nailed it. When Pat Dixon is on, he the show sucks, not just because Pat Dixon is a pathological, psychotic, misogynist liar, but they can't shit on him because they need him to be the hero for breaking my jaw. Oh, which broke me. Chad, you called out Alex Engelbert. She's only on because Gino used to date her. And then she made a pig of herself. And I just say that because it pisses her off and she lies as well. But now you again, now that I've fucking, now that I've get, oh my, look. Chad just put up a thing. He's all proud of himself too. Yeah. Gino's making point after point. I know people even in the chat are like, oh, Gino yells, blah, blah. No, listen to what he's saying. Gino is saying everything correctly. Now, Gino has a problem with all of Misery Loves Company. And he has for a while. So that's nothing new. But what Gino's doing masterfully here is that he's paying Chad little compliments in between telling Chad how much he sucks and why he sucks, and also asking Chad, putting Chad on the spot, like, you say this, give me an example, and Chad's like, oh, oh, oh. Right. And he, by the way, a spoiler, Chad will never have an example. And every time Gino uh, asks him a question, Chad, like a coward, just starts reading Super Chats. <laughs> well, one of Chad's main tactics is to talk over people, so those little compliments are actually buying some time. Yes, which correct. Is very, very smart. Very smart. And Chad can't talk over Gino because nobody can. <laughs> nobody can. Yeah. It's never happened <laughs> once. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just heard Gino lie. He said Chad's doing a great job. So obviously Gino <laughs> just lied a second ago. <laughs> yeah, good point. I, like, I, I have heard Gino on plenty of podcasts, and he often, like, you know, interrupts and gets in the way at times. But, like, I think he's actually doing a very good job here because, like I said, he's in a weird spot yeah. where he's dealing with a, a baby who's pouting for some reason. Well, also, I I love the fact that Ch Chad goes, everybody lies in podcasting. And Gina goes, no, 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 I don't lie. All of those guys at MLC are liars. And then Chad, with those slow moving wheels in his head, mm -hmm. goes, see, you just admitted everyone lies. <laughs> are you even listening, Chad? Also, like, what are Chad's examples? Oh. Like, if you look at the big people in podcast, does he think, like, people listen to, like, Shane Gillis or Mark Norman or Rogan or whoever – based on the lies they've told or because like they're interesting or funny people that's a great point because do people exaggerate stories and embellish stories yes chad just makes them up from scratch <laughs> yes chad falls off his bicycle and he's like yeah these guys jump me and then they said they like anthony kubia and then they punch me in the face like no that's not embellishing a story retard that's just making up a lie that's the very different you know, when, when Joe Rogan was talking about ivermectin, that's a lie. It's misinformation is what we've branded it. <laughs> Lies as well. But now you again. All right. So now he puts up the banner. Pat Dixon punched Gino Bisconti because, you know, this is the thing that people who don't like Gino, they all get excited about. And listen, you guys remember I was on this show and I said that he shouldn't press charges, that Gino should drop the charges against Pat. So I don't know who signed him on in this. <laughs> I don't think Pat should have punched Gino. But I also think that they should just like move on. From now it. that I've fucking, now that I've get, oh my, look at you, smart. And I like the Chad. Admit it, you're happier now. So fucking all the shit you're doing with Gene and Bob, this is more stuff I don't give a fuck about. But this is called karma. And fucking, he put up pictures. Kevin put up pictures of Keanu. No one cared. And I said yesterday, uh, and Bob's like, well, Gino, I didn't even know that chick existed. And I said the day before what you're saying. Bob, let me say two words to you. Gina, you're fucking welcome because no one's giving out free pictures. They're fucking giving the link to a woman who, and I will agree with you, Chad, is more famous than any of us. 10 and million. 
10 million. All right. So th- what they're talking about here is this is the big thing. Chad's been talking a lot about uh, Bob Levy's stepdaughter and she has like 10 million followers on Instagram Oh, because she looks like Ariana Grande. Okay. And so Ch- Chad's trying to say like, well, that's a public figure. I can say whatever I want. And it's like, you can, shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not, it's not going to help your case in any single way. Also, that it's, yeah, the issue is not that do. it's a public figure. Yeah. It's your friend's daughter or stepdaughter yes, or whatever. right. Right. Oh, and by the way, I can't even keep up with all the drama going on in MLC, obviously, but now Chad's threatening a lawsuit against Kevin, Jesus. which is like such a stuttering John thing to yeah. do. It's so laughable. <laughs> He's talking about defamation, a defamation case. And the funny thing is, is that we all know that Lenny Dykstra tried to do that. Uh, yeah. And the judge threw it out because it's like, no one can harm your reputation more than you have. Right. And basically, I don't think they know about that. Kevin said the same thing. He's like, what judge is going to think I'm the reason why people don't like Chad Zubak? <laughs> <laughs> that's insane <laughs> all right so let's continue on with this interview i hope you guys enjoy this as much as i did because i was uh i was fascinated by this whole after all this forth. garbage chad i'm gonna tell you right now fucking when i was when things were first getting spicy and you did your own stream and you got hammered and i am not gonna yell at you about being hammered on the show but when <laughs> you who am i but when you did that fucking i it, it was like it was like great I called it the Real Housewives of... Well, Keanu called it the Real Housewives of YouTube. I called it Vanderpump. But when I tried to explain it to comedians, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop here, at LOL, whatever. But no one knows. In reality, no one knows this is going on except the 1,000 people of which... Uh, and b- by the way, here's to you, buddy. I'm not kidding. 400 you got on the other day, and they didn't get past 800. And he knows it. He knows it. And, and But now I'll, I'll, I'll finish rambling and let you go. I never lied. And you are seeing all the lies. And now you got so caught up in the lying that you finally said, fuck this. And now you can fucking become Chad. Chad, the comedian who had a knife, not a gun pulled on him, who fucking me and you went out and got drunk and ran up fucking Carlos Mencia's bar tab. You can do that again. But you know you lied. And watch this. Ha, ha, ha. Who cares? You're fine. But make sure you keep calling out this bullshit echo chamber that they, like even Brennan admitted yesterday. Fucking the real winners, it's not me, it's not you, it's not MLC or Shuley, it's the fucking people in the echo chamber that fucking Brennan just sits there, and and, and I'll say this, God bless Brennan and Levy, they're making great money that they should have made when they were hilarious, but they're doing it at the cost of fucking their integrity, staring at, at, at the, super two, uh, the super chats and dancing. Now again, I'm done gonna have my cigar and i'm gonna ask you to say one thing i lied about i'm gonna ask you to say one thing i ever said bad about anyone's wife when brendan goes gino lies and he talks about shit now i'm doing it never did it you're a piece of shit and levy needs to be next to get out of that hellhole and don't get me wrong no, levy like, belongs there levy belongs there he's the one levy can still be saved chad, chad was levy can still be Le- saved Le- Le- levy no levy's just as bad if did you uh forget that chad was there Mike? oh my god I, like gino was just I, I the whole time before chad was speaking i was like he's just letting gino go off on him like this it's his show what are you yes. doing chad dude th- this is what i mean like chad has nothing he does not know how to react to any of this right. he's not a pro he doesn't he's been on the radio he, he talks about how he was on the alan cock show and he should be above all these other people and he's just this is just proof that gino just like on a whim was like hell i'll call into your show he's like all right here's the link and now, now he's on here taking it over right yeah, he's making chad dizzy yeah chad doesn't know how to react and then finally he's like he's like and i i like levy and chad's like that's the first time chad was like oh i don't like bob levy 
Yeah, good one. That, that was the only point you wanted to make after all of those things that Gino just said? Well, his, his, his beefs with everyone are propped up on bullshit. So when he's called out on them one-on-one, he has nothing to say. He has nothing to add to the conversation. Yes. He probably doesn't even remember what the beef was. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's the thing about liars. It's very difficult to keep all of the lies straight because it never happened. Right. It makes it very difficult to remember all the shit that was said and all the things and the angles and stuff like that, yeah. which is why Gino could come on here. And I don't know Gino well enough to say that, like, Gino's never played dirty pool or anything like that. I don't know. <laughs> but you could tell that Gino's confident enough in what he's done that he can come on here and be like, what the fuck do you think I ever did to anyone? I've done not nothing worse. to you. Trust me. Uh, beloved super chatter says and so now now chad goes right to the super chat yeah so now he's going to read this uh this super chat and this is also another great response from gino, gino. i'll super chat you a hundred dollars if you explain how any of chad's lies hurt bob shuley or kevin they all profited it off of him I'll i never i never let me say this beloved super chatter here's to you boo i did i have chad did i ever say they hurt i never said your lies hurt bob shuley or kevin this is the definition of a straw man argument right so now they're changing what Gino ever said about it. It's like we call out Chad for lying, but I, I was never clutching my pearls like, oh, my gosh, think of the children. <laughs> no, we were laughing. <laughs> How could you say you're beat up in a bar? Yeah. We were all just like, ha, ha, you got caught lying, idiot. <laughs> that lie sucked. <laughs> they're missing the point. In fact, <laughs> I'll flip the switch if you want to send me 200 and say, your lies were great for the show. But they fed on. I like the super chat. <laughs> Proximus says the screamer has a point. <laughs> they wanted you to lie. They the, the oil can shit is bullshit. They wanted you to lie. The lies helped the show. They hurt you. Now you're helping yourself by getting the fuck out of there. I would argue. I never said that you hurt. I didn't say you hurt them. Uh, Dislabeled's a huge fan of yours. <laughs> nothing right, to say. So, again, <laughs> no response. His response is to go right back to the super check. His chat has nothing. He has no response for any of this. And the thing that is really annoying to me is that now Chad's trying to create this narrative that he lied to help Misery Loves Company, mm-hmm. to help the show out, which was never his intention. It was never his intention to help out the show or anything. Whatever happened to him, he's embarrassed by. So he came up with a lie that he didn't want to get caught on. Melton called him out. And then he had to admit he was lying, and then he made up another lie for that lie. And then he pretends that, like, all of this was done to help out Misery Loves Company. I bleed for this show. Right. <laughs> are there clips, like, uh, I, I know I know uh, Chad's big on narrative. So are there ch- clips yeah. that would make Chad's narrative look good? Like, is there any point where he goes off for a couple minutes and yells at Gino? Because this is pathetic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the rest of this, man. This is super pathetic. This is rough. And it, it's funny, too, because as you heard there, they used to be roommates. These guys have a history. Right. Yeah. They know each other pretty well. So this isn't just like an internet feud. This isn't me goofing on Maddox or something like that. Like this is. And Chad invited him in. Yes, right. Yeah. right. So this is like picking a fight with a guy at a bar who has to teach you how to fight. It's like inviting a vampire into your house and then being upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, he didn't just invite him in. He said, you wouldn't dare. I, there's no way Gino's <laughs> Right. <coming>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Those teeth aren't so big. <laughs> Pat Dixon oh, got shit. so whacked out on Adderall. He's so fucking, he hates women. He fucking lied about everything. And fucking Brennan, this is the, the other beautiful thing. When he went on Brennan's show, this is what he said. He's like, well, I hate him because you don't do that. You don't have uh, ex-girlfriends on. He was broken up with that chick seven months. He was living with another girl that he was fucking grooming to live with because he was 10 months behind on his rent. He needed to get out of there. But And, and Brennan goes, yeah, you don't do that. 
Fast forward to a fucking two months later in four cubes, fucking Brennan, Levy, Dixon, and my ex, Alex Engelbert, because everything they say is hypocritical, and everything that MLC does is coming back now, and you are the angel of death for them, Chad. So fucking stop lying, and you haven't lied. I don't think you've lied since you've fucking gotten out of there, but you lied. You used to lie. I was trying to make the show interesting and good. I'm going to say this. I don't believe you. Yes, that there is a lie. You haven't lied since then. Oh, yeah, I was lying to make the show interesting. Okay, well, I just did. Damn it. Yeah. What happened to your stutter? Oh, I stutter. (laughs) You're on a roll there for a second there. Remember when he said he had both lips? Like, oh, yeah, come on. Prove it. I don't believe you. You, What do you mean you don't believe me? I I mean, Chad, agree to disagree on this and let's move on. I don't believe you about that. And I fucking, I'm still mad. And until you forgive, until you fucking apologize to the boss for dragging his name into it, we can never really be. Gomi has been nothing but a shithead to me. He piled you on. Started it. Stop it. Started I, what? I, I used to go on a I, show all the time. I mean, go to the Combine Media archives. He used to laugh. He said, laugh, I'd be on the show laughing with him. Yeah, there's lots of stuff you used to do, Chad. I know. <laughs> What's really funny there, why I stopped it there, is because he was going to say yes, he I used know. to laugh. At my jokes, yeah, yeah. and then he's like, "Oh, that's not pr- that's pretty easily." He might be able to check the receipts on that one. <laughs> yeah. Watching yeah. watching Gino dominate the conversation while uh, Chad stares into the camera reminds me of when Gino used to do in hot water with Aaron Berg. You know, and uh, Aaron Berg is so funny, but you felt like, oh, maybe he would uh, strike out on his own and be able to talk a little bit more. <laughs> well, yes, it is hard to get a word in edgewise when you're uh, with Gino, but Chad's not even trying. No. That's the funny thing about this. If people aren't watching this video, let me just tell you that Chad doesn't know what to say. So anytime that he does t- start talking, Gino lets him talk. Yeah. Gino's not talking over him or anything like that. But it's just funny that he changed that into, you know, we used to laugh together. Maybe Gino's getting you through know? to him because it was a moment where he's like, no, I'm not going to lie and say I made Anthony laugh. I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you're right about that. You're not answering the question. I don't care what the boss you're, did to you. You're lying why. right now. You're lying right now. You're lying. What am I lying? What did I say? You piled on. You saw Chrissy and everybody and all the cucks pile on and you jumped I can tell on. you exactly when I piled on and pissed you off because I was, I, I don't remember what exactly I was mad about. About, but I was mad about all the lying and the bullshit, and I called you out. And, and with the credit card thing, which I never brought up, I'm like I'm tired of people that can't just be honest. And you and you can find it because Daddy's got the receipts. Fucking, they're all on fucking Compound Media. Subscribe. I'm sorry, shameless plug. But I mean, it. I said, and I've had it with Chad because I know you. And I'm like, I've had it with Chad, so I'm like, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. Then don't talk about it. Then don't talk about it, okay? Well, cor- dude, according to Clifford, dude, and Clifford by the way, here's your boy Clifford Ritz. He'll be talking shit. Why don't you watch Monday? Why does everyone say I talk shit and say things, but they never show clips? And one more fuck you to you, Chad. And this one I mean, fucking Godfrey, <laughs> never, I never say the word, and I won't say it here. All right, so what he's going to start talking about here, and I just love the way he's presenting this. And fuck you, Chad, because here's the thing. So basically, Chad's friends with this black comic, Godfrey. Yeah. And Chad has told Godfrey that Gino, I don't know if he said that he called him the N-word or if he's just used that in a disparaging manner. And I've definitely heard Gino use the N-word. Certainly. But yes. he's he's not he's not doing it in a in a way that you would think like, oh, this guy wants to murder black people. Like Gino is a very fun loving guy. And he'll explain that here. I never fucking say it angrily. I don't scream it like your boyfriend Ray DeVito. I'm kidding, we hate him. I don't. 
I don't. And I, as a fucking comedian, real comedians, the mud sharks who are wearing fucking army hats, great bit. Fucking, I, I screenshotted that. Fucking great <laughs> uh, Real comedians fucking are the only ones that can say, oh, uh, the word, the, uh, you have to attack this word. You have to disarm it. We all want to disarm N-words. I just did a hacky panel bit. But I mean it. Okay, so stop telling uh, fucking Godfrey that I run around screaming it when I don't. When well, how I about don't. you do it right now? Welcome, Godfrey, to the stream, everybody. I'm just kidding. Godfrey! Uh, <laughs> you mother... <laughs> Look at that. And Chad, go back and watch a couple MLCs until you get aggravated. You laugh now on your fucking thing. I love Ken Mosca. By the way, what, is Mosca's okay? Yeah, he's doing better. He's yeah, he's he he he's getting better. Yeah, slowly, but watch this. Was... And when this is over, Mosca will fucking be the arbiter of truth because he's a mutual friend of ours. We adore the guy, and I guarantee he'll agree with everything both of us are saying. But I will tell you this, and Ken will say it. Fucking, you laugh more now. You fucking, you were fucking, you were fucking getting shit on for the sake of the money. I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with uh, Gino on this one. Like Chad seems very upset, and disturbed. <laughs> yeah, he's not having fun with us. So I don't know if that's really the case, but Funny. all right. And that and and look, I apologize for the drunken, long rambling speech to unreadable text I sent you. But I used to get so worked up over that shit, and I'm done. I'm over it, and I think you are too. I will take I will uh, take my first breath of the day and have a coffee. What, Chad? What? And I, I <laughs> this is what I also say when Kevin put out Keanu's uh, nudes. He had, I mean, he had a problem. With his uh, Gina, uh, Gina's daughter, who's a celebrity, famous, famous, and she sells her nudes. So they're talking about Keanu's nudes. Keanu is um, Gino's girlfriend, right. lovely woman, hung out with her at uh, Content House when we were hanging out in Florida. And so they're talking about. So all of a sudden, we're all these things are being said to Chad, and Chad's like, "Yeah, another thing Kevin did." <laughs> so now Chad's just like talking about Kevin Brunton for some reason, which is not the thing that we're talking about here at all but every time chad talks you get the feeling he's hoping that gino's going to interrupt him and go back to talking for three straight minutes because he <laughs> yes. can't quite get his point out he's like he has no points Brennan. he has no points yeah that's the thing he he does a whole show dedicated to hating on me and gino and kumi and chrissy and aaron and then when he's confronted with anyone he has nothing to say <laughs> so i mean i don't know for me it was just, it, it, there's definitely a double standard there but listen, Gino, I had you on because I wanted to hear you out. But you're going to lose all credibility if you go on your show Monday and just start talking shit about me again. It's You're going to lose all credibility. Chad. <laughs> so that's the only thing Chad's come up with so far yeah. is if this thing happens in the future that probably won't, but I'm predicting it will, then I'll be mad at you and you'll lose credibility. What a bitch thing to say. What a projection. What a projection, yeah. What a bitch thing to say. Yeah. By the way, just so you know. You know, you're doing okay on this show, but if you do something on your on your show tomorrow that hurts my feelings. Right. What? Well, I don't I don't even understand the claim though. Like if Gino went on his show on Monday and was like, "Yeah, I went on with Chad and he barely said a word and kind of just <laughs> pouted." Would people be like, "Cite your source, Gino. I'm not sure I'm buying this." Right. So he's basing that on this super chat from Clifford Hritz because Chad doesn't have a original thought in his head. So he says, Gino will be talking shit about you on Monday's show. And so it's like, okay, so a super chatter told you what's going to happen in the future and you're already blaming Gino for it? Right. That's dumb. That's pretty stupid. I just got a couple more. And by the way, Tony Mazur, 
I didn't get him fired. Stop with that fucking lie. And Mazer, fucking, there's a clip of him screaming that I was at a fucking AC comedy club screaming the N-word. I don't think I can be friends with Tony anymore because he's another fucking liar like the MLC thing. And this is where he fucked up. He's like, well, you know what? This this lying shit works, so let me get on board on that. You fucked up, Tony Mazer. You fucked up. And I know that's not Tony Mazer because I respect Tony enough to know that Tony Mazer wouldn't use a fucking picture like that. And Jules David, I'll say again, is the fucking champ, not the South Jersey tag team champion, but the fucking champ. Okay. Oh, and the other thing, you're like the Stoney's guy came out to fucking beat me up. Lie, lie, lie. Did Chad leave? Because I'll go. I, I can't carry this whole. <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, Mike, did he just leave his own stream? I get it. That was re- look. That's really good. See, you're that was, having that was, fun again. That was an accident. Again. That was an you're, accident. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't. You should have said you did it on purpose because it was uh, gold. But right, Chad, sure. look, I'm gonna go. You can talk about me all fair, but keep it. Uh, and plus, I'm boring, Clifford Hurts. But Chad, keep doing this. You're having fun. And I'm telling you, keep watching the lies and you'll fucking learn to be like, I'm done with these. And look, I'll even give you credit. Whatever hyperbole bitch you were doing, you'll realize they're fucking bullshit and fucking stop being a victim, which you did the second you left. Everyone's a victim. Oh, you fucking promoted my fucking millionaire daughter's stream. Oh, poor me. Shut up. And your mom's dead. Get over it. My parents have been dead forever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, Chad's trying to play the victim card now where he's like, they're talking about my mom and, and, and how she was a whore. It's like, well, that's what you told them, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't doing research. We all enjoyed on. that anecdote. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't offer something up. Like, I've listened enough Howard Stern and Open Anthony to know that if you tell something about your past, it's going to be used against you Possibly, forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what was Jim Norton's thing? He liked to, like, pee his pants or his buddy would pee his pants and he would like put his face on it and sniff it or something like that it's like as soon as you tell that story that's gonna be something that people remember and could possibly use against you no 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 we'll keep it private or a good trend (laughs) (laughs) all right so i just want to play the aftermath because just how chad handles after gino leaves i think is also hilarious. all right so there you go chad i'm gonna let you be all right I mean, look, I respect what you're doing here, but I, I will never get over until you apologize to the boss for that fucking lie. You know what? Let me re- let me fucking stop that. I don't need to white knight for him. The boss is fine. I'm shutting the fuck up, but I think you lied about that, and that was horse shit. Keep doing this. You're the man. Anything else, I'm out. Anything, there you go. There you go. And by the way, the picture you show of me, uh, fucking, that, that, that's a terrifying picture. And I'm going to tell you something, not at all Photoshop. Terrifying. All right, we're out, guys. Oh, I could have streamed this to my audience. All right, anything else? Do your plugs. Just kidding. <laughs> Pull the kumi on you. That's what you get, Gino. He already did his plug. Dude, that's an L for Chad. <laughs> yeah. That entire segment. Like I, like I said, I added out a couple of things just because I don't want to dox anyone. But this idea that Chad got run over by a truck. He was on a tricycle. And the truck just plowed through him. He didn't have a chance. And he, he tossed the keys to Gino. Like, yeah, go ahead and drive that truck. Yeah. I'm I'm not even going to. You know what? I'm going to kick the tricycle over. I'm not even going to move. I'm just going to lay down right here on the freeway. <laughs> and Chad's whole thing is he didn't start this. Everyone just started coming after him. And I have to remind Chad because he forgets that he decided to go after Chrissy Mayer in a weird stalkerish way where he devoted his entire Patreon to Chrissy and her boyfriend and calling them out nonstop 
And not like a fun way like I used to, like talking about her podcast sucking or her comedy sucking. <laughs> Nothing he does is fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. He did it in a very personal, weird way. They're like, ah, do you have a crush on Chrissy? <laughs> sure seems like it, buddy. Well, didn't he start shit right, with you finish... too? Didn't he? Wasn't he like incessantly emailing yes. you or something? Well, no. The way he started shit with me was by coming on my show, being terrible, right. and then going on and saying that he was trolling me on my show after he had begged to come on the show. Oh, okay. And then he goes, yeah, you know, I decided to go on and troll Carl on his show. Good one. Good one. So he showed no respect for me. Right. But that's still starting it with you. <laughs> exactly. Who thought that was going to happen, huh? I mean, what, you, you get, know, backed you it up. He came on. I'll give him that. Yep. I said he wasn't going to, that. and he did. Yep, you were wrong again. As soon as I get out of this headlock, I'm going to kick your ass. As far <laughs> as uh, apologizing to Anthony, I will never, ever, ever apologize to that guy. He's been nothing but shitty to me this past year. It's not happening. But do, do you see the difference, though, Chad? And I'm not saying, you know, anyone in the apology. I don't think it would matter. I don't think Anthony gives a shit. No. I don't know why Cheetah was asking for that. But do you see what the difference is between Anthony goofing on you for being a failed comedian and a loser? I love the pathological loser, Kevin. <laughs> Call him a pathological <laughs> loser. I'm like, that's perfect. It was good. But do you see the difference between Anthony calling you a pathological loser and calling you out and you making up a story about the guy from Stoney's, about Anthony Cumia, and them sending goons, or they themselves coming to beat you up. Very different, right? And Chad's like, well, I mean, quid pro quo. You know, what are you going to do? It's like, no, these are different things, asshole. I don't think Chad is a very good... He's not good at reading people, obviously, because even going back to the start of this episode where he's like, oh, there's no way Gino will come on. It's like... I I don't know (laughs) Gino as well as you. I I wouldn't... I, I don't watch a lot of his stuff, but... He does not strike me as a guy that would be like petrified to go up against Chad Zumach. So like I don't think Dude, he's good at reading yeah. anyone. No. Right. Like cuz cuz Chad thinks like himself all the time. And that's why when he was goofing on me when I was doing the stand-up show in Rochester and I was bringing up Anthony and Chad paused he's like, "Oh, were you nervous, Carl? Were you nervous around Anthony?" I'm like, "Did I look nervous? Did I stutter? What are you talking about?" So when Chad says stuff like he would never come on this show and confront me, that's how he thinks. Right. He wouldn't do that. He's the pussy. Right. Gino's not the pussy. Chad's the nervous little girl in the corner. Chad's the one who's scared who has to put on his little army helmet and play army now with his little mud shark helmet, which <laughs> I got. I love um, Cardiff's new character. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, at the very end of this episode, so what I had done on Sunday, I don't normally do this, but the episode we recorded on Saturday that I put out on Sunday, we did a segment on Chad getting blackout drunk on his show, and I was able to produce a video of that, an edited video of that, and get that up on YouTube. For people to check out. So that was up for about an hour before Chad started his show. So at the end of his show, he's like, oh, let's watch this new WATP episode. So I was like, oh, cool. He's going to actually watch me goof on him. Let's see how that goes. So where are we? (laughs) Who are these podcasts? It's the button that looks like it's Chad passes out on his show a new low for Chad. I, (laughs) I mean, it's just like... Oh, I didn't see that one coming, Carl. I didn't see you. Co- oh, Carl. Uh, we never saw that one coming. Who knew you were going to cover me drunk on my show? Who knew? Not creative enough for Chad. Who Thank knew you. That's that was going to happen? That's what my note is here. It's like I was, I was supposed to find B-sides or something. That's not <laughs> hip enough for you. Yeah. Like you just humiliated yourself on the internet. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, the headline. Guess what Carl's going to make fun of me humiliating yeah. myself. 
You got us, Chad. You got us. Jesus Christ. Yeah, wow. I don't understand. I thought I was a zinking. It would actually. It would be, oh, wouldn't fuck. It, I'm sure Chad would never make this point if you didn't talk about that. He would never say that you're afraid to talk about him now or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no. No matter what I do, that's the thing that's that's not genuine about Chad. And I, I know there are people who follow him now, but I don't think it'll last very long because it reminds me of the political commentary on the Stuttering John show. And you lose me when you say Democrats are always right, Republicans are always wrong. Or if you say Republicans are always right, Democrats are always wrong. Like Chad's whole thing is everything I do, everything Gino does, everything Chrissy does, everything Anthony does sucks. So no matter what we say or do, he's like, that, that's dumb. It's like I give credit where credit's due. Right. I think that's one of the things where I, I goof on people who suck. And there's not a lot of good things going on with Opie or Chad. But if they do something good, I'll commend them on it. Opie doesn't trust any politicians. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hot take. (laughs) Chris, don't get us taken off YouTube. Let's not get crazy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But you know what I mean, though, where Chad's angle is always that I'm doing it the wrong way. But yeah, exactly. If I didn't goof on this... Like, what am I doing? Right. <laughs> it's my main low count right now. <laughs> Just give him this one. Whoa, nice curveball. <laughs> yeah. Could you, could you imagine if I gave him Mulligan? All right. Yeah. I'm not going to hit on that one, right. Chad. You, yeah. you got we'll try harder, buddy. <laughs> Whoa, nice curveball, Carl. Holy shit, did you throw me off? Yeah. Yeah, it's right down the plate. Isn't it just as easy to say, hey, Chad's wow. making fun of Carl? That, whoa, what a risk. Well, no shit. This, this guy has no idea what he's about? doing. He's terrible at this. He's not good at goofing on people. He's not a good comedian. He's not a good third mic. You just saw how bad he was when he was confronted by someone on the show. When he interviews people, he sucks at it. He's terrible at all of these things he's trying to do. wow. Let's watch the magic of that long to figure out how to put the picture in a picture. (laughs) Yeah, I took a second there. And that's a perfect segue. All right. It's time to mock Zumok. Their bit's called... Mock Zumok over my uh, yep. theme. Yeah. Genius. Yep. Fucking genius, Carl. How did you come up with that? Cardiff did. The potato, yeah. the potato came up with that one. <laughs> he, said, he submitted it when I asked people to submit their jiggles. I, he won. Again, it's, just easy, it's so easy to reverse what Chad is doing. Oh, Chad's comeback to that is genius. How did you come up with that, yeah. Chad? <laughs> oh, that's a good comeback there, Chad. Wow, you got me. He's not saying anything original. Yeah, your he's last just, name rhymes with Mach. He's playing you and being like, wow, good one, Carl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's time to mock Zumok. That's, oh, because Mach sounds like Zoom. That's fucking great. What a benchmark well, bit you got there, pal. It's not like you what spent your 40 minutes. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> in my basement, my wood paneling basement, right? Producer Chris and Andy. <laughs> yeah, the basement that's uh, the lowest level of my house that I live in, Chad. Yeah. Uh, You're going to goof on me for owning a house now? It's almost as hack as a guy Andy. who's a stand-up doing a show called Sit Down, you know? So uh, really, yeah. you know, there's not that much creativity out there, Chad. We, we By all the way, you. when I was on... When I was on Misery Loves Company, and I, I put that out on Patreon with the video, too, if you want to watch it. But one of the things I pointed out to them is right behind his head underneath the sit-down Zumok thing, it says brutal honesty. That's like his tagline, which is ironically hilarious. Yeah. But I don't think he's in on the joke. <laughs> should say terrible lies. <laughs> True lies would be a funnier tagline. He did shine a light on the Walmart in Del Mabry, so let's, uh, let's keep that in yeah. mind. He's retired that bit. <laughs> Well, Whoa. Christian, look, just <laughs> just, just because you don't want to play Freebird anymore doesn't mean I don't still love it. Okay, <laughs> we'll That's still true. shout it out at the concerts. 
Holy shit. That should be the thing. When you go to see Chad, you got to yell, Dale Mabry Walmarts. Do the Walmart Force him to do his bit. Wait, do Carl. Do Carl. Yeah, well, they do do that. Right, like producer Chris and Andy. Oh, here we go. A lot has happened this past week. And also, I want to point out that when he does the Carl laugh impression, people enjoy that. But wait until I laugh. Like, literally, I just played the jingle, and I'm like, all right, a lot has happened. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, okay. We have to get caught up on Oh, yeah. Yes, this is, things are continuing to be interesting in this universe. If it weren't, I wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. So we're going to start off. Kevin Brennan goes on his show Thursday morning. He does a solo show. And he's on there um, just talking about whatever. And I super chatted him because uh because why goofing on chat oh my god it was so crazy youtube and he's new to podcasting it's just like you've been doing all this shit for years Mm -hmm. what do you what do you no this is what's great is you could pause them and just say exactly i wasn't trying at it i wasn't putting effort into it i wasn't going out of my way to make it bigger i was just by the way i just want chad to know he makes fun of the isotopes for being a band for over 20 years i'm not even trying in the isotopes (laughs) i don't even want it to be a good band I don't want it to succeed. They, I mean, I waste a lot of my time trying not to succeed at things. The Patty Pukewater Clause, I believe. <laughs> it, it really is. explains why there's like, no vocals. I've said this many times, and it, and it goes without saying, but to say that something you've put so many hours into is something that you're not trying to do makes you a loser. Yes. Chad, you've had a YouTube channel for years, and you're like, yeah, but I wasn't trying to make it a good channel. Well, then you're a loser. Right. Well, then what are you you're doing? You're an idiot. <laughs> well, what right. are you doing? He clearly doesn't even oh, try so this to is stay your hobby during the videos. You know, he's not trying to stay sober. He's not trying to stay conscious. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be coherent. Well, it's also sad. It, it like kind of bums me out that people are giving Chad false hope because everyone following Chad and watching these videos is doing it ironically on some level because yeah. they because they hate Correct. you or they hate Aaron or whatever. Sure. So or they hate Chad and they're laughing at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So number one answer. <laughs> Chad's not learning that there is a skill to what you do. He thinks you can just play right. someone's content and be like, Am I right, folks? <laughs> you don't have to make any oh, jokes. Yeah. Or this anything. gets worse. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Thank you for pointing that out because this is the thing is that he's trying to rip off my format. He can't right. do it. He's ter- this is why I kicked him off my own show. Because he's not a funny guy off the cuff. He, he can't hasn't learned. Anything. He's not good at roasting. He's not good at roast jokes. We've proven that. Chad watching this video is like if that show Mystery Science Theater 3000, if the robot sat there and went, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, really? Wow, look at that. That's so fucking stupid. Did you? Hold on, this is a good part coming up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. I wasn't trying at it. I wasn't putting effort into it. I wasn't going out of my way. To make it bigger. And by the way, a year from now, when he still hasn't gotten anywhere in life, it'll be the same thing. Now I'm trying. <laughs> right. Now I'm actually trying to make this. Good. I meant this July. I was just <laughs> floating around. <laughs> yeah, I had a YouTube channel. Yeah, I had all that stuff, but I wasn't trying out any of it. Until you started Why don't you coming out. Give it a go, Chad. That's when I was like, all right, I'll put some effort into this. Yeah, start anytime. What are you talking about? So I what are you talking about? Um, super chatted. My buddy Kevin, you know, we're buds now. And um, he'll turn on you. This is Chad goes, he'll turn on you. Kevin and I are not actually friends. That was a joke. <laughs> I've been on Mr. Lowe's company one time. I'll be out again next week. But that was a joke. I'm, uh, I don't think I'm friends with Kevin. Chad <laughs> snipe streaming Kevin's stream and watching this all go down. So I'm kind of glad I watched it because uh, I don't know. It was funny. And then the fact that uh, so Carl- Kevin's talking about the video that I put out. 
about Misery Loves Company and he's saying, I'm glad I watched it. And uh, you can see here that who are these podcasts gave him five bucks. Give Chad a break. He just started. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got me. Oh, my God. Carl, you're so funny. Uh, Carl. Uh, Jules he hasn't David. made a single fucking joke, Chad. Say <laughs> something. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if Mike is not trying, you're missing out. the point. He's not trying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, is what I super chatted to Kevin the greatest thing that's ever happened in comedy? No. <laughs> but for Chad to not have any rebuttal to that, a response to it was pathetic. But I'm still very excited about this. And I'm like, I can't wait till we get to the part where Chad passes out on his show and all of us, me, producer Chris, Andy, we're all like, oof, we're not laughing. We're like, this is bad. Yeah, right. This is not good. I kind of wanted to see how Chad would react to that. But it turns out Chad is a giant pussy because that's as far as he gets to. I'm, through I'm this done video. with Carl. Fuck Carl's show. It's stupid. <laughs> Look at Zubak. He's drunk on camera. Oh, my God. it's not even what we did yeah it was the one time we weren't laughing you should yeah you should actually watch that video chad it might wake you up a little bit i'm sure it'd be a little bit painful for you isn't that funny he brings it on watches the first 30 seconds realizes he's bad at this and then he goes all right i'm done with this good good bit good segment there chad he's not trying like christian said that's the what's what makes it cool guys i want to bring on and i'm i'm very happy that he's back I was worried about him. He had, uh, I believe, COVID-19. We were all concerned. Mr. Data Head, master of disguise. Can turn into over 50 completely different He's not the master of disguise, it's Connor. Is he a blonde or his hair red? You never know with Mr. Potato Head. He's hot. He's out of control. Patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric or YouTube.com slash at Cardiff Electric. Cardiff, welcome back to the show. Thank you. How, how you feeling, buddy? Better. Much better. I don't have all my energy Good. back, but it better. Gosh, that hit you hard, yeah. huh? Dang. Yeah. Do you mind do you mind making a Christian blind Mike Cardiff sandwich, please? Oh yeah, where do you where do you want to be, be between those two studs? <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Thank buddy. You. Oh no, that moved. Oh, oh that's All good right, too. Let's move you up here. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing the old game show Tic Tac Doe right here. We yes. got the two <laughs> studs right here. I'd like to complain about the bread on the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. right, the reason why I brought you on, Cardiff, is because yeah. you have a new character, and I want to play. I was watching uh, Tukey. Yes. I was watching his show the other day, and uh, you used to have the SJ puppet. I, he, I still and, have uh, him somewhere. <laughs> oh, yes. you do? He still exists. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought this was maybe uh, the SJ puppet. This is, well, I'll just, I'll let this happen. You guys Don't can do be it. introduced. Don't go. All right. Chad gets no, way too loud. I have to lower him a little bit. Maybe. Okay, I'm going to lower him a little bit. Okay, without further ado, here is my friend, the Chad Zuppet. Oh, hi. Uh, I haven't really come up with a voice yet, so I'll just use this one. Oh, that voice is fantastic. Hello, Chad Zuppet. How are you? Good. Uh, we're, I'm hoping that today the, the three of us can definitely change the narrative. Oh, oh fantastic. Yes, we shall change the narrative today. Spitting image. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I believe that's the same as the SJ puppet. I could be wrong about that. But you got the glasses and the Mud Shark army helmet on on the puppet. Just got to breathe a little harder. You got the ear pods. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to show you one more clip of this because there's a zoom in on your your helmet. I mean, you went all out to make this as authentic as Fighting possible. Words. Yes. Do you like my helmet? I love your helmet. My helmet did not show up yet. It's still on. It's to be delivered today. Whoa, that is a tremendous mud shark sticker. Yes, thank you. I put a lot of work into this bullshit. Wow. <laughs> so there's literally what, what shark is that? Is that like a Hanna-Barbera character or something? Know, it was on a pirate sticker set of sharks. So that would be a pirate shark. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking insane. What a world you've built here, uh, Carl. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't take all the credit. You're thinking of Jabberjaw, that. Carl. <laughs> Jabberjaw is who I was thinking. It looked like Jabberjaw. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate that. So that's your new character. You get to work out a better voice for that. Yeah, I did two shows with him today. Two streams today already. <laughs> and still working on the this voice. Is insane. <laughs> this is getting insane. So what I'm hearing now, and maybe you know more about this than I do. Is that this uh, snipe streaming or stream sniping? Yes. I've used both, and I've been corrected. Um, apparently, that's against YouTube's terms. People are saying, and that um, people are going to start getting shut down for doing that. Have you heard anything about that? I, th- I think if you just put up their stream, that's a problem. I know Twitch shut shut a lot of those down where they would just rebroadcast mm-hmm. another stream. But if you're you're on there, you're on screen the whole time. I don't know. I don't think so. I All right. Not. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But- I think. Uh, People are upset with Chad with uh, rebroadcasting yes. Misery Loves Company. And by people, I mean Misery Loves yeah. Company. <laughs> but this morning stream. So yesterday on Chad's stream, remember, Chad watching MLC talking about Chad. It's yes. yes. Okay. So yesterday, uh, Kevin said that Chad has never said anything funny. So yes. <laughs> Chad rhymed off three videos specifically that prove he is funny. <laughs> Yeah, so luckily, I recapped them. I recapped them all this morning. If you want to watch, uh, kind of went through to see if we found any any funny. I saw some of that. So I, I saw you were like, "Let's see if we can watch these videos without laughing." Yes, and I believe you were successful. I believe we did. <laughs> well, let's, no spoilers, Carl. But <laughs> all right, no spoilers. Check it out for yourself. And there was a bonus Check video. We brought Page. in a bonus video, and and in this bonus video, I think we learned many of the origins. Of the Dale Marbury joke. Oh, really? What's what are the origins of the Dale? Well, Dale I don't know. He did joke. some stupid did he... fake Aldi grocery store commercial, and oh, so many of the lines oh. in that video, in that two minute video, are lines that he put right into the Dale Marbury bit. Oh, I think I've seen that actually. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. No, at this place, you could be the general manager yeah. after a week. Yep, no shoes, no shoes, Is no service. The Hornet spray was in there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's hilarious. So he, yeah. all right i've been keeping our lovely review girl mrs johnson waiting way too long i'm gonna refer to her as mary beth because people don't like when our review girls are married hey how's it going mary beth good what's wrong you seem disoriented well i was trying to see if i could change is brian drugging you there we go no he should be (laughs) tell us the dirt tell us the dirt about brian johnson i demand it I don't know. <laughs> All right. I tried. Anyway, I brought you on because it's time for we missed a week. Well, we missed an episode. There we go. But it's time to get back to everyone's favorite game show. We have a brand new To Catch an Alien and Cardiff. 
I got to say, the deck is stacked against you, my friend. There's a lot of players today. I can win this one. This one's easy. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, Call it a shot. <laughs> Christian, have you played this game before? I have. I, I won once, so uh, okay. I'm not going to be a first-timer. But uh, okay. uh, look, I'll go last and take whichever one you guys don't take. It's fine. Oh, don't do that. Don't that's, be the $1 no... guy on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. That's <laughs> Everyone hates that guy. There's no strategy my, in that. My sister-in-law won the so- Showcase Showdown based basically on that $1, Drew. Thing, Is that true? So, you know. Yeah, yeah she won three trips. Right, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So you can tell Cardiff's not from America that he referred to it as Wheel of Fortune. Of the <laughs> Is that the Canadian version? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Maple Leaf show. I've seen that. It's great. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch? An alien? First order, you will not be sorry. Link is in the description below. They look at you and look at your past, realize that in the beginning, you weren't just basing your whole entire life on modeling. You were doing uh, IT, all this other, uh, all kinds of stuff, and modeling. Whereas you see a lot of people now, that's all they do, and then they depend on that, and then say it doesn't work out. The next thing you know, you know, drugs, addiction, or you're, you're doing whatever crazy stuff, you, you know, to get ahead. So uh, that's kind of, that's an important thing to, that you mentioned, you know. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, did you ever have an OnlyFans? B, <laughs> some call it diversification. I like to call it multiple streams of income next if all you ever do is hammer nails into a tree eventually the tree dies (laughs) four (laughs) don't put all your eggs in one basket lastly i met a few models that just couldn't do it anymore for whatever reason, to catch an alien. Yeah. I go first, and I'm just going to go with what I think is the funniest one. Nails in a tree. I'm going uh, number three on that one, and I will go in order of how I'm looking at this. So, Blind Mike Geary, you're next. Uh, the diversification one. It sounded confusing enough to be here. I don't even yes. remember what it was. Multiple but... stream versus multiple streams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's number two. All right. Uh, what do you got, Christian? I'm going to say OnlyFans, number one. Okay. Very good. Uh, Mary Beth. I'm going with the eggs in the basket. Okay. I love it. And then we have producer Chris. Well, shit. I wrote down four, but we can't have Cardiff winning. So. Well, no, no. It's okay. It's I'm, okay. No, I'm going five. <laughs> <laughs> You're going five. All right. So now we have everyone. Everyone has one of them. Here we go. You don't have to do that, by the way. Crazy stuff, right. you know, to get ahead. So uh, that's kind of that's an important thing to that you mentioned. You know, don't don't just put all your eggs in one basket, right? Oh! Uh, like, if you like modeling, do it, but you know, have other things going on to also mature you. When- Congratulations, yes. Mrs. Johnson. Very well done. And oh, let's let's see what this model has to say. She's no, a looker. Yeah, like your job cannot be your identity. You know, with anything. I, I think I figured out who stole Chad's upper lip. 
Uh, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> she's, she's hoarding now. <laughs> you monster. You know. Well, they do look a little deflated, though. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, with uh, anything. That's all for this time. Come back next time to see if you have the model power. I really can't come up with any more of these things. To cat. <laughs> An alien. Brought to you by subreddit surfing. Wednesdays at 8. Starting <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm just right. noticing the Wednesdays All graphic right. out there. That's why I have to oh. point to it. <laughs> All right, so now Subreddit Surfing is Wednesdays at 8 o'clock on the Subreddit Surfing YouTube channel. Yes. You are now People the official uh, pre-show. Yes, we're, we're the lead-in, yeah. as they say. <laughs> so if you guys don't do good ratings, you'd be like, yeah, well, our fucking lead-in is right. us. <laughs> They're still booing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem right there. All right. What have we done today? A lot. Yeah, enough. <laughs> We've done it all. <laughs> We obviously covered Louder with Crowder more so than we probably should have. I know everyone's <laughs> talking about it right now, but I thought that was a fun thing to get into. The Whatever podcast had a gorilla on it, which is different. <laughs> ben Hilton with a song parody. Chad gets cucked on his own show. Kumia's cucks. <laughs> it should be called Chad getting cucked on his own show. By G- he should let one of us call in every week. And just tell what a piece of shit he is. And he has to sit there and take it. It's a pretty funny format. So that means it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. Next week. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show where we tease the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? Or will we? I don't know what we're doing yet. Vinny's going to be over here on Saturday. We'll have a brand new episode for everyone. I haven't picked out one yet. Keep the suggestions coming in the Discord and the email and all those places that people suggest different podcasts for us to listen to. I do always appreciate that. Blind Mike Geary, blindmike.net is where you can go to find all the things you're up to. And you're up to a lot of things these days. Some say too many. Uh, if you would be so that. kind <laughs> as to follow Blind Mike Project on YouTube, that's where I post Blind Mike Project and Why Are You Laughing episodes. And we just put up a clip from uh, last week's episode where we talked about Richard Ojeda laying the smackdown on the U.S. Senate, which was uh, very fun. So check that out. And uh, the great Kirk Minahan was on Why Are You Laughing this week. Um, we have bonus episodes on the Patreon if you want to subscribe and you get regular episodes a week early and all those links are at blindmike.net so check it out yeah i just listened to uh Artie lang uh, uh was the feature on why are you laughing yes I, I don't know if that's available to everyone yet i don't know if i listen to that on the uh, the regular Artie lang episode is and then we did a, a mini episode um that christian referred to of Artie's appearance on joe buck live which was a oh, train wreck excellent so very good and then christian blatt coming off your very successful appearance on the dick show is that what you're promoting today your dick show appearance or is there more Yeah, you can find me on the latest episode of the dick show but you can also <laughs> subscribe to my youtube channel blackcast b-l-a-d-t-c-a-s-t and we do an audio version of that show also spelled blackcast b-l-a-d-t-c-a-s-t and uh i'm still on twitter at christian dmz go ahead send me a message it's cool yeah check out blackcast you get some great guests on there if you want to name drop, I'll let you. Drop well, thank you. Uh, I have had guests that include 
Uh, Don McLean, the guy who did American Pie, also John Lovitz, Dana Carvey, and Carl Hamburger also made an appearance. <laughs> Drop! <laughs> and the rest! <laughs> well done. Christian, thank you so much for coming on. Your insights on Steven Crowder having actually worked with them. Uh, I very much appreciate that. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, and I also had thought it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. I'm glad to hear that. And um, what what does your thing say right now? Uh, hold on. I got I to gotta zoom in on this. Christian Blows Goats is the name of Cardiff. Right. You know, Cardiff, that's... That's between me and the goats. And uh, <laughs> Carl was talking earlier that he knows the age of consent for goats in all 50 states. <laughs> Believe me, I cross-reference with him anytime that I... I know the, the continent of 48. I don't, I don't go all the way to Hawaii and Alaska with that kind of information. He has a little song to memorize them. All right? <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> it's kind of like memorizing state capitals you have to like yeah. <laughs> come up with a song <laughs> it's 16 in oregon and 17 in washington <laughs> all right uh, that's okay, definitely to catch clipped. a goat fucker next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not good please join us again next time it might be the episode we find out what's wrong who are these podcasts sleep well every pony starting in the mush bits of morning radio Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. I'm going to get right into reviews. If we have any new reviews, Mary Beth. Well, I have one. I'm not sure. It's from April 10th, so I don't know if it's been heard or not. April 10th? We must have newer reviews than that. Well, I could write them. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, there are lots. I've just ignored them. (laughs) I don't know. Brian gets them for me, so. All right. I'll blame Brian. That's strike one. (laughs) <laughs> it's a fitting it's a fitting one. It's right. W A T P is less than W A T S. I agree with that. Early episodes <laughs> Early episodes were great. Podcast has slowly creeped downhill for me and I rarely listen anymore. But I really enjoy his newer show, Who Are These Socials? The co host is actually funny. They have great chemistry and actually roast content rather than focus on peripheral poontang. Hmm. I swear I didn't write this. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, like, you can go ahead and put that rating on who are these socials so you like it. You don't have to bash who are these podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a contest. The over there. <laughs> this isn't a contest to say, like, which of my shows do you like the best? Uh, you know, I'm just. <laughs> but what is I this think, peripheral poo It's more of a question of which of the shows they of yours they like the least. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's what I'm noticing, too. I, I would say, is that like a one star review, Mary Beth? It's a four star. All right. Oh, oh. okay. It's close. Passive aggressive. <laughs> Very passive aggressive. <laughs> I don't listen anymore. Maybe it's okay. Here's four stars. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to hit some voicemails. If anybody wants to head off, we've been running long, so I don't want to keep anyone. I appreciate all of your time. Subreddit so surfing far. in 28 minutes. Bye. All right. Bye, Cardiff. <laughs> Check out the subreddit surfing uh, YouTube channel for that. All right. Hit some voicemails here. Kyle, I know go fuck yourself is a Dick Masterson thing. I'm telling you to go fuck yourself, okay? It's not some cutesy, like, fucking sign-off. It's me telling you to go fuck yourself. I'm not fucking confused. And if you're confused, this is in reference to a voicemail I left three, four weeks ago. I'm just catching up now because I'm a very busy man, you fucking fuck-tooth asshole. Go fuck yourself. Love you. 
Sorry if I misinterpreted that as a term of endearment. I didn't realize. My bad. Well, fuck you, Carl. You don't be corny. I always told you, fool. I don't know. I know about you. I've called you before, bro. You never play my shit because I'm probably because I'm you not know, a Patreon. You have a bad connection. But I always knew that show, show here was a bunch of bullshit, bro. I told you. I called you and then I said it, fool. The clips, they cut the clips too quick. They interrupt the clips. It's, it's the mic sounds. Truly always sounds like you've got like a smoke screen in his throat. It's never fucking a good enough mic to make that fool feel like he's even in the studio and not on a fucking computer mic. And, uh, well, I'm just saying, this is, the, I, and I live on the West Coast, and I, or West Coast time. Okay. You live on the East Coast, bro. You can't upload them Sunday episodes a little quick. <laughs> Just saying, bro. All right. All right, well, you guys handle you. I am getting the Sunday episodes up earlier than I used to. I have to go to church this Sunday, so I'll definitely get it up before then. I like guys that are like, you probably don't play my messages because I'm not a Patreon subscriber, as if yeah. you're like cross-referencing their numbers. <laughs> How would I know? Yeah. <laughs> <I have> no- <laughs> Your connection sucks. It's probably because you're so far away, all the way on the West Coast. Right. So I can't hear you very well. It's jet lag, I think. I, I'm just trying to decide if that voicemailer was the uh, Chad Zumach of voicemailers or the Stuttering John of voicemailers. Really <laughs> That's always the question. It's always yeah. the question. So he wanted to say that uh, Uncle Rico isn't a very good show. I think two-thirds of it's pretty good. <laughs> all right this is my rabbi calling into the show kyle it's your rabbi mushi what were you thinking getting involved with surely you know us dreadle spinners we're disrupting jesus be careful with that one yes <laughs> see you at you at synagogue it's <laughs> a weird thing for my rabbi to say <laughs> see you at church self-jewish <laughs> synagogue <laughs> as we Self- refer to it <laughs> Self-hating uh, rabbi right there. Jesus. <laughs> Carl, what's up, man? Man or Matt? Uh, killed him with that episode with Dr. Stephen Dick. But, uh, man, Patty Pukewater, holy fuck. I don't know, man. He was saying Jeff Ross is a hat guy, ugly fuck. But, I don't know, he might have been low-key taking a swipe at you, <laughs> man. Fuck that Pukewater jerk bag. What do you mean? Fuck me. And uh, also, I love Patty Seacup saying, how are you going? That's got to get worked in more. Listen, I, I agree that Patty was great on that episode, but where did you draw the conclusion he was talking about me? He called the guy ugly. ugly man. <laughs> <laughs> he called him ugly. He's probably talking about you, Carl. Wait, what? <laughs> well, you just said that. <laughs> Not Patty. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you have to deal with Mike? I just My say that in hard. life. If someone says the word ugly, I'm like, is this a Carl thing that you're referring to? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I do. I co-host the show. We're not friends in real life. He's a right. nice guy. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Mary Beth isn't smiling at this. Thank you, Mary Beth. Yeah. Being very respectful. <laughs> She doesn't like mean people. Yeah, she's like, yeah, that, that, that's out of line. Have you, have you met my husband? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a few times, yeah. All right, here's another one. Hey, Kyle, this is uh, Eric Cartman. Yeah, he's funny to see that, that Bailey chick, she's totally making a threat in the sun. That's because of the nine-touch wieners! Oh, oh my God, I didn't mean to say that. Because of the nine-touch wieners! Very good. Thank you, Eric Cartman, for calling into the show. It's a lot of truts talk on this show ever since we started Who Are These Socials. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Mike has a light that he puts on when I'm talking about Ticks Girls too much, and then I'm like, oh, hey, let's switch gears. What's going on on Reddit? <laughs> yeah, he shocks you. <laughs> let's see what's happening over here. I put earmuffs on. <laughs> Carl, what the fuck is wrong with you playing that one-week parody? I mean, seriously, it was so fucking painful. 
difficult to listen to because it was offbeat. It, the structure is terrible. What the fuck, Carl? What the fuck do you know what you're doing? Do you want to actually know music? Fuck yeah! Let me tell you why I really like that voicemail. Hey, call me back. We got some other shit. Because <laughs> it sounds like he's either in the street or in his car. <laughs> yeah, just screaming into his phone. <laughs> I, I was thinking I like the, the, to think his family's in the other room. Right, yeah. <laughs> I actually, yeah, that was like Steven Crowder calling Dave Landau. Hey, excuse me for just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Mads is like, was he screaming at you, the voice matter? Oh, yeah, no, he was He was screaming at me. Yeah. But <laughs> did he raise his voice? Yeah, yeah, no, he was yelling. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> But in like a yelling way? Uh, yeah. What, like, co- what color was he? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Mads. Uh, he kept derailing everything that, uh, that, that episode, I would have cut more things from it, but it's an hour and 45 minutes because they just nonsense, nonstop. I thought Dave Malice Land- did a good job with some of the follow-ups, but then, yeah. cause I gave Craig shit for saying that. I was like, ah, I thought Malice did a good job. But then when you played the, the light clip, I, I was like, all right, what color is the light is a little ridiculous. Yeah, who cares? Cause of shit. Like, this is an interesting thing he's saying that he was told on his own show not to talk. Anyway. Yeah. What would be the shocking answer to that? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Michael, I'm going to tell you green <laughs> get out um did i get a new virtual review girl i don't know if i did and if i did i'll play it on the next one but it turns out that someone's very excited about our new virtual girl no <laughs> that bitch is trying to hey, take Carl, my job this is the hawk from the group and my show pass my number to that new renew girl and tell her not to put more of them bidding on the patreon All right, so that was uh, Stephen Hawking, who uh, is really into the virtual review girl. Sorry, Mary Beth. Oh, it's so creepy. (laughs) You're you're not his type, unfortunately. All right. Hamburger, Matt or Matt, I just had a thought after listening to Patty Seacups and how he roasts the girl, his wife, and all that shit. You should have all these guys that you bash. Uh, freaking Patty Puke Fuck, uh, the alien, uh, all these other freaking psychos. They should do a roast of WATP. Uh, I have dreams, but it'll never happen. And uh, Dr. Steve and Dick and all those guys killing it on your show. Well done. I agree. See, you- See the problem with this, sir, we just wa- we just witnessed Chad trying to do it. They're not good at it. That's yeah. why this wouldn't go very well. In an ideal world, if you actually could get a dais with uh, Opie, John, Chad, Patrick, it would be a, a, a beautiful night. But That's my heaven, by yeah. the way, just so you know. <laughs> They're like, none of these people deserve to be here, but we brought them here for you, Carl, so you can goof on them for a million years. Also, Boba Fett's there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's just my drinking buddy. <laughs> That's one of the celebrities, like when they have Mike Tyson and Snoop Dogg there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, Boba Fett's here. He's been here a long, long time. <laughs> That's a Star Wars joke. All right. Carl, you suck. Vinny's fat. He has the fattest voice I've ever heard. Any Hazel. Uh, listen, you gotta lay off Chad. Like, he's gonna kill himself, and we're all gonna feel bad. Cause, like, there's, it's either gonna be he's gonna hang himself or shoot himself, or he's gonna drink himself to death. But we're gonna feel bad when we hear about, like, hey, everybody, Chad's dead. Wow. And, like, he, he sucks. He's a fucking piece of shit, but it's gonna bother us, so. I don't know. Maybe lay off. Get like a new Tampa Accord that lasts for like a month or something. I don't know. It's probably 45 seconds. 
I'm done. Vinny's fat. Call me back. Chad has been talking about buying a gun lately. That's his new thing. He's going to get a gun. Because, you know, that's what comedians do. They threaten people with violence. <laughs> Not stop. I, will, I can't I will, see any uh, scenario where that would go wrong for Chad. Christian, quick with the uh, Boba Fett backdrop. Well done, sir. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was actually using it recently for my show. So <laughs> You're since it came up, I figured. Yeah, I don't I don't need to uh, promote Cardiff anymore if he says that I blow goats when everyone knows that I fuck sheep. <laughs> and by the way, that is from the I believe 1978 cartoon that they made of Star Wars that was trying to tease Boba Fett would be an Empire Strikes Back because yeah, people weren't going to watch the movie otherwise. Oh, like, wait, oh, no, was that no, in the Christmas you, special? No, it was oh, indeed in the was. Christmas special. Yeah. Yes. Mary yeah. Beth is sopping wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's heard this shit before. <laughs> don't even start. <laughs> don't tell me I'm out nerdy your husband, because then I'll be very depressed. He's not nerdy. <laughs> oh, there, uh, He's a badass. <laughs> he is a badass. That is correct. All comic book men are, as we know. <laughs> he doesn't read comic books. All right. He no, hey, them. listen. AMC was lying to me this whole time. Allegedly. <laughs> No, he writes them. All right. Tony Michaels calls in. Oh, finally. About Shuli. <laughs> He's got something to say. Hey, Kevin. Tony Michaels here. So I heard a rumor about Shuli. You know, the guy that killed your bit and is burying the remains. It's a secret he's been keeping his entire life. He doesn't want anybody to know. Apparently, he's Jewish. <laughs> Probably not a good idea to talk about his money, you stupid guck. <laughs> I find the other guy so boring, I couldn't think of a fun name. But apparently he does a mean caricature outside elementary schools, the creepy guck. I wouldn't fuck with Bob Levy, though. That guy will fuck your wife so violently... It'll make the back bacon guy seem like Candyland, you toothy <laughs> guck. Drive in, drive out, drive through. I gotta say, Tony Micah's for hating me knows a lot about the show. <laughs> and the comedy of threes. <laughs> That's a good point, yes. <laughs> I miss Tony Michaels. That reminded me how much I miss yeah, I know. I should go back and check out, see what he's up to. I'm going to guess he's going to say that Biden's doing an amazing job <laughs> and DeSantis will kill us all if I had a guess. No, he might surprise you. <laughs> right. He might have some nuanced arguments about politics all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. Last one. Dave from Buffalo got this in just today, and he's making some points here. Hey, Carl. Dave from Buffalo. was wondering what your take is uh, with the whole Chad passing out thing. Uh, from my experience... That is not only alcohol. That's that's alcohol mixed with uh, benzodiazepines, like Xanax or whatever. And anyone who's been familiar with that stuff, I would think would agree with me. That is like textbook mixing alcohol and benzos. Because if I'm not mistaken, during the stream, he wasn't like steady pounding drinks. So he probably took a fucking mitful of Xans or whatever, clonazepam. You know, shot down a few fucking shots of vodka, got on mic, then the benzos kicked in hard, and he fucking couldn't hold his fucking eyes open. But, I don't know, interested to see uh, what your thoughts are on that. Alright, Vinny's fat, later. <laughs> your ideas are intriguing to me, and I wish to subscribe to your newsletter. 
Dave from Buffalo knew a little bit too much. Yeah. Let me give you 12 examples of drugs that yeah. would do that to you. Like, all right. No, I get it. I have to say, I, I was scanned. I didn't watch the whole episode, but I scanned through it. I never saw him get up to pee. So there's something to that. I don't know what was going on. He claims that he was drunk. We just heard him say it. But it is odd. He wasn't really actively drinking like he normally is on the stream. And he didn't really get up that I saw. So, hmm. huh. yeah, the plot thickens, as they <laughs> but say. I think well, that, we, uh, we can all probably endorse the idea that you're entirely capable of just drinking yourself into oblivion. I mean, I may have a moment or two where I remember doing something like that. I just wasn't streaming at the time. Right. No, there's. you could definitely drink until you pass out sitting up. Yeah. That is definitely a thing. <laughs> I've certainly never gotten drunk on air and humiliated myself. And don't look for any of evidence that says otherwise. Oh, interesting. Well, I know what we're doing on WATS tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, again, Mary Beth, Christian, Blind Mike, Producer Chris, thank you all for coming on the show being a part of this episode i had a, i had a good time today thanks for having me buddy i had <laughs> a better just... time than mike did i had way more fun than mike did <laughs> no, it's not a competition pretty sure. yeah. <laughs> producer chris had no fun but i, I you know but mike How dare had a little you. bit of fun christian where do you weigh in on the watp versus wats which is the superior show i'm glad you asked carl i think watp <laughs> equals wats i love them both <laughs> a diplomat <laughs> He's a fence sitter, this one. He's right next to Bob Levy up on that fence. Yeah. Watch out. It. Oh, now I wish Cardiff was here because I need him for this. <laughs> okay, bye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. <laughs> Okay, bye. Hunt nuggets. <laughs> <laughs>